are two brothers and gamers that have been playing games since the early 1980s. Combined, they have over 65 years' experience. Join them each week as they discuss and rant about gaming and entertainment news. This is Generation X Gaming. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another week, another episode of Generation X Gaming, the weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories from the past week, and we rant along the way. Joining me each and every single week is Sarge McCluskey. What's going on, bro? <laughs> Good to hear. Good you know, to hear. You know, it's, it's like Friday and Saturday are like really quiet, like after we do the show, right? But for some reason on Sunday... It's like someone pushes the news boulder over the cliff and it starts just right. crashing down. And by the time we get to like Tuesday or Wednesday, I'm like, what is happening right now? What yeah, is it, happening? It, it, it gets uh it gets a little weird as we as we go along. If you if you guys uh don't know, we did a podcast last week. Um and if you guys I'm gonna I'm gonna post the link in channel right now. Um if if you guys didn't see it or hear it or watch it um yet, or listen to it, I should say. Uh, we were on a podcast called The Guardian Downcast last week with Hazel and Gator. Um, there's the uh, link in the channel. Uh, go take a listen. It's two parts. Two parts. Uh, I don't think most of his podcasts are two-parters. I think they're I think they're just normal podcasts. But we had a lot of stuff to say, so go check it out. It's an audio podcast. You can check them out also on, on YouTube as well. Uh, but go make sure... Make sure before you listen to the show, though, you take some antidepressant medicine. Yeah, yeah, we talk, we talk about, we we, we hurt Gator's feelings because we talk about Battlefield Six. He asked, he asked about Battlefield Six, and uh, uh, you know, we like, talked. You you know, I love Battlefield, right? Like, oh yeah, you I know. Love, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I wasn't I wasn't shitting on it to be negative. I I was like, I can't I, I can't see it. On today's episode, we have a lot to talk about. We have like seventeen. And first of all, I want to thank every single one of you that submit news stories every single week. You don't understand how much that helps me uh, because you guys find the stories and post them in there. And then I can like siphon through them. You know what I mean? Uh, and um, so but I also want to say if we don't get to your story, don't not submit stories because I don't get to them. Right there. There's so many stories you guys submitted. There was like 30 something odd stories from last week. Um, so we're going to talk about. 17 of them okay uh 17 stories tonight and i don't even know if we'll get to all 17 so on today's show we're gonna be talking about bungie's twab we're gonna be talking about major league baseball we're gonna be talking about well mlb the show sorry we're gonna be talking about marvel's update that just came out today we're gonna be talking about the playstation slash bungie developers uh doing something we're gonna be talking about battlefield 6 we're gonna be talking about maybe uh velheim um modders we're gonna be talking about cd project red's uh uh most profitable moment of their lives we're gonna be talking about eso update we're gonna be talking about the patent that playstation filed uh we're gonna be talking about xbox game pass slash gold we're gonna be talking about playstation movie pl movie was it movie pass or whatever it was um we're gonna be talking about discord we're gonna be talking about xbox uh the new xbox leaderboards if we get to it the playstation store is staying up after all this weeks of telling them they're gonna take it down we're gonna be talking about fucking buying full price games Full price games. We're going to talk about that, and we're going to be talking about Amazon canceling yet another game. So that's on the topic today. If you are not 
used to Generation X Gaming. We're a weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories from the past week, and we rant along the way. Uh, we're here live every single Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern right here on YouTube.com slash 30 and still gaming. If you would like to help us out in any way, shape or form, all you have to do is hit that subscribe button. It's absolutely free. Hit that notification so you know when we go live. And if you'd like to go above and beyond that, you can hit that join membership button, which gets you access to all the rooms and stuff inside of Discord. Our Discord is absolutely free. Our Discord is absolutely free. You get to talk in general, and you get to go submit stories. Um, and there's, I believe, one other other room. But all the rest of the rooms that are filled are for people that are either members of this community or on our Twitch side of things. So Twitch or YouTube, if you're a subscriber or a member over here, you get access to the Discord. We're also doing a watch party tomorrow night. A watch party for uh, Mortal Kombat at 11 p.m. Eastern tomorrow night. So if you want to watch that with me... And anybody else that wants to watch it and you're a member of this organ, uh, you know, this community, you can come on by and we're going to watch Mortal Kombat tomorrow night. So let's get to it, Sarge. First thing I want to talk about is uh, MLB The Show. Okay, MLB The Show. I... Did, you, did, you, did, you, did you figure out your stances already? No, I didn't figure out my stances. I'm The one thing, I'm a couple things I'm, I'm disappointed with MLB The Show. I haven't played a baseball game, obviously, in, in about a decade. Right. You can't move the batters in the batter's box. Now, there is the stick that you can move like the left and you can move like the bat like farther out, but you can't. So it's the same same kind of thing? Yeah, but you, it's sort of. But you can't But you can't crowd the plate? Yeah, you can't crowd the plate. You can't okay. back up. You can't do kind of strategy stuff, type stuff like that. It's a small little gripe I have with the game. But holy Christ, out of all the games that I've been playing for the years and years and years, okay, all these shooters, looter shooters, and all these other uh, games... I have to say, I'm having the most fun. It's like putting on an old pair of shoes. It just feels good. I'm playing a sports game, Sarge. I haven't played a sports game. I don't think a major sports game since I started streaming. So, so what you're saying is you're actually playing a video game and actually having fun with the video game. I'm actually having fun with the video game. I'm enjoying it. It's it's difficult at moments. It's fun. I had more fun making a... I was down 3 nothing in a game, okay? Going up against the PC, Okay, three nothing. Bottom of the ninth, I I made a comeback and won four three. I was more excited about that than I was ever about any piece of gear. Okay, in a looter shooter, waiting for an exotic to drop or anything else. Right, a one single game that meant absolutely nothing. It was just a regular game. Comeback baby, and I got it, and I absolutely am having a blast. There is so much to do in MLB the show. Um, if you're just a person that wants to play franchise mode with just a regular team, if you want to play a road, um, um, road to the show, you create a character and he starts off in the minor leagues and then moves his way up into the, into the, into the majors. You can get drafted to your team. You can be a pitcher. You can be a bat. It's just good stuff, right? There is literally like 17 can different you, game modes. Can you name your own players? Yes. Yes. Can you make up your own team with your own players? Uh, you can make up your, I don't know if you could do, I don't, I don't know if you can make up your own team in franchise mode. I think you have to use one of the, the, the main teams, but you are making up your own team in, in diamond dynasty, right? It's like right now I have the Orlando Goonies. Okay. And I have a, basically a, um, a fantasy baseball am the, league. Am I, am I the first baseman? No, it's, it's literally, that's another thing. I don't think you can make your own characters in the diamond dynasty. It's like fantasy football or fantasy baseball, right? You're making your own team based on old characters. Like I have Ken Griffey Jr. as my center fielder. I have Mickey Mantle as my left fielder. I have Barry Larkin as my second base. Like, I, Oh, you're doing like, you're doing like the thing from Madden. What was yeah, the thing from the Madden? Madden ultimate, ultimate team, the ultimate team, ultimate team. Yeah. Right. So you can, you can, um, you, 
you can do a lot of stuff in the game. I'm there's a uh, a mode called conquest mode, which is sort of like Risk or uh, Catan, I should say, where it's a bunch of hexagons. Well, well that's that's two different things completely. I know. It's it's I, I'm gonna say it's like Catan, not like Risk. So you're trading resources? No, okay, it's like teams? Risk. It looks okay. like Catan, but it's like Risk. All right. Okay. All right. So you're okay. trying to take over territories. Okay. You're, there's a there's a takeover stage. There's a stealing fan stage, and then there's a battling stage, and you have to try to take over territories and take over the whole map, right? So that's, that's one of so the So somebody, somebody got transferred to MLB from a different game studio who had a lot of tactician and strategy stuff involved, and like, we're here to make a baseball game, Tom, and he's like, no, we can make this a strategy war game. It's baseball. No, no, I got this. Give me six weeks, I'll have something. Like, what are you, what are you taking right. over in baseball? <laughs> Like the country? Like, you're, what are you? Yeah, you're taking over other stadiums. You taking you're over? taking over, like, so if the Texas Rangers, the Oakland Rays, and the and the and the Marlins are on the on the map for this for this one map, you have to go fight your way up to their territory, block them, take over their territory, and eliminate them from the map, and then move on to the next team. Interesting. Yeah, it's it's cool. Interesting. So it's it's it's, simu- so do you, it's do simulation. You, do you, do you it's, spend. Do you spend like six weeks building your own stadium, but the only way you can build this is by taking money from the fans in no, order no, to no. build it's the two stadium? Different, two different modes. So you're just taking over territories to get uh, packs of cards and stuff like that. There is a build a creator stadium, and holy Christ, you could literally just build a stadium and, and waste like ten hours in this game. Just so it's like a stadium. Sim Stadium. Is it yes. Sim Stadium? Is yes. that what it is? Yes. It's, it's okay, but okay, but so if I build it, if I let's say I spend six weeks building my own stadium, just to say, when I play games. Does the camera show off my stadium? Does the camera go look around yes. and yes. show the stadium? Yes. Yeah. Interesting. You can be- right. you can build. There's some people that have created some weird, weird fucking stadiums, right? You can make the walls like super tall and all this other stuff. Like it's, it's good. It's good. Yeah. Phoenix MLB has trading sheep for, <laughs> for wood. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's just like a ton. It's just like a ton. Um, there's, there's home run derby modes. There's, uh, there's, um, showdowns. There's a battle royale, and now battle royale is not what it, it sounds like, right? Battle royale is there. You have to go twelve and zero. That's the that's what you have to try to do. Go twelve and zero. You get two eliminations. You're out of the you're out of that competition. Okay. You go up against other people. It's your team, fantasy team versus their fantasy team in a three inning match. Okay, and you try to you try to win twelve games, and you get good prizes. Okay, like new cards and and different things. So. There's a good online presence so far. I had a couple people that quit on me after I was beating them, right? There's always been that, though. That's nothing new. Okay. Now, as far as the the uh, conquest mode and stuff like that, I think that's been in the game for many years. Again, I haven't played MLB The Show year after year, so there's people in chat, and they're going to listen to this after the fact and saying, well, this is nothing new. And to those people, this is new to me because I didn't play Major League because I'm on Xbox, and I never really bought MLB The Show for PlayStation. I am literally having a blast with it. Uh, if you're on Game Pass, it's a no-brainer. If you if you want to play a sports game, maybe you're not even a baseball fan. There's so much to do in this game um, and so much you can do without spending actual money to unlock packs and different things. There's something in there for everybody, right? There's there's stuff. And, and Mo says that, that your character can be in Diamond Dynasty. So you can make your own team, I guess, and, and then play Diamond Dynasty. So... Yeah, the, the stadium building is is pretty detailed. There's over a thousand thousand pieces of things that you can put into the stadium. Uh, it could be a standalone game, right? Standalone game. And here's here's the shocking part, Sarge. It's a complete game. It's a complete game at launch. 
Um, the only thing I can complain, maybe, maybe connection wise, I have really hadn't had a problem. I know you mean like it, like it's not like it doesn't come with the Toronto Blue Jays until June. No, no, no. All, all the teams or, are there. Or, yeah, no. or you can only, or you can only get the Houston, yeah. the Houston Astros by Christmas. Like no. all, every, all the teams no. are there. Everybody's there. Yeah. No. And let me tell you something. It's the best live service game I've played, and it's not a live service game. But every yeah. week and every day. You gotta, you gotta be- you gotta be careful what you say. People start clipping shit. Yeah. And like use it against you later on. That you say it's the best live girl, live service game I've ever played. Live girl. Gonna, that's they're right. Gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna lay, overlay that over something else you say. You gotta be careful what you it's, say. It literally is a great game. It's a, it's a complete game. It's a complete game. Um, it has a lot of game modes. It has a lot of things. Um, Do, can you play? Can you play full seasons? Like you can. You can play, play franchise mode, full seasons. Yeah. You can make custom With leagues. Trading. With trading and everything? Yeah, custom leagues. You can make custom leagues. They even have a practice uh, area where if I just want to practice against curveballs because I can't hit a curveball, I can set up like this pitcher that I was having problems with in a game. I can put him on the mound just throwing curveballs, and I can sit there until I'm blue in the face just hitting curveballs until I, it's down and I get it. Well, that's that's that sounds like a little bit of cheating as far as a sports game goes. But well, why is that? It's cool. It Well, the way you get good at let's let's say you look, I'm going to use an old name. Let's say I'm using Roger Clemens, right? And I can't hit against Roger Clemens, right? Mm-hmm. The only way I get better is by playing season after season. Oh, true. When I, when I fight, when I fight, the, when I fight Roger Clemens, I get good at it. Yeah. Now yeah. We, we consolidate it, and I'm gonna go. I'm gonna. I'm loading up Roger Clemens for the next six hours until yep. I can nail just, his curveball. Just nail his curveball. Yep. I get it. I get. Yep. Still cool. Still cool. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. There's a there's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of stuff. Um, a lot of features, and they're and they're constantly updating more stuff. Like every day, there's a daily that you have to log in and do the daily stuff, right? Like I said, it's the best live service game that I've played. Like they so far this week, uh, they they Eric they added Eric Davis. Um, there's Mickey Mantle you can get Eric Davis. Uh, they added um uh, somebody else. Uh, Jason Jombie is is a oh this is another thing that's actually pretty cool. You can progress in Diamond Dynasty. So let's say you get Jason Jombie first. Okay, and then you put him in your lineup and you start hitting with him. He gets base hit after base hit. He can level up. Okay, so you get Jason Jambi's rookie card. Okay, where he was on the Oakland A's. Okay, and he's a third baseman because he wasn't first baseman yet. So you get his card and let's say he's a 78. Okay, now you start using him and he can raise up to like an 86 or a 90. Okay, but he progresses over time up to five or six different levels. Okay. And if you're the first person in the world to get Jason Jombie up one level for level one, it'll put a number on the card that says Jason Jombie one of 10,000. Okay, so if there was 10,000 people that got him up to level one, okay, and you have the number one card, okay, you have the number one card. Nobody else got there before you did. So you could do that with every single person in the game. Okay, so what this means is once you're done with him and you want to trade him, the value goes up big time because you could have, like, I have Ken Griffey Jr., 46,000th at level one. Meaning I'm the 46,000th person out of, I think it's like 100,000 people so far that have done it. I have the 46,000th card, okay, that leveled okay. up Ken Griffey Jr. But if you have Ken Griffey Jr. number one and you want to sell him later, your your price could go up and you could play a market inside there as well. So why, so why, why is he worth more if he's just if he's got the same stats as another guy well, he, because just because he's the first one yeah people that want to collect the cards just want to collect the cards right i got you so when i trade cards is it real money um well there's real money that you buy for stubs 
and then you can take this you, you never get real money out of it unless i guess you sell them on ebay or sell your account or whatever i'm not really too sure about that mm. but you can earn all the cards and all the things in the game without spending money if you want to grind but obviously there's people spending thousands of dollars to open packs so up so they can get better the last players time, when was the last time the mlb the show was released they don't release last every year, year no they? last year yeah they do release yeah. every yeah. year yeah. So they're not doing they're not doing it as like a live service update type of thing for roster changes and just charge you every year type of thing. It's just you have to buy the game. Oh, I stand corrected. So so Giant says it doesn't go with the card. So so only if you keep it, it's the number one. So it's like your own thing. Like I have the number one Ken Griffey Jr. card, and you can't sell that off to somebody. Really, interesting. Okay. Well, I haven't heard you be this excited and talk about a game like this in a long time. Yeah. No. Yeah, it's 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 a fun game. I'm having when I'm not playing the game, I'm thinking about playing the game. And when I'm playing the game, I'm thinking about playing the game. And I'm playing it. Right? Like I'm having a blast with it. You don't sell it. They're just here's just the card. <clears throat> but what's the benefits then of having a card that's one out of because he's of, because he's forty thousand. There's no benefits. You don't sell the tier, you just sell the card. Hmm. Right. Well, I thought if you sell the card. It goes to the tier, doesn't it? So can you, if your guy's not doing well, can you send him down to AAA mm. to like get better and then come back up? Like that kind I of don't, stuff? I don't can believe you... so with the Diamond Dynasty. Uh, no. For the Road to the Show, I think if you start sucking, you go back down to the minors, I'm pretty sure. I remember that. So from can, a... can, you pull, can you pull guys out of the farm and put them on your team and like level them up yourself type of thing? You can like take you see, like your, a rookie guy. In your Diamond Dynasty, you can bench and take people out of your collections and put them away. Like if you don't, you can like level people up and stuff like that. Yeah. So that's uh, MLB the show. If you're if you're playing on Game Pass or if you're on Xbox, download it, try it out. It's a it's a fun game. It's a fun game. Uh, I know some people are like I, I don't even it's like baseball. Time. I don't even like baseball, but it looks like a fun game. It is. It's a fun game. Yeah. Um, the next thing I want to talk about is Marvel. <laughs> Marvel just came out with their Tachyon Anomaly event uh, today. Okay. There's good things and there's bad things. I'm gonna try to not sound negative with it because I really do enjoy the game. I really do enjoy the game. Okay. So inside the uh, inside the, the marketplace, they came up with the new skins. They have four. Um, I don't know if I can. Do I have this? Can I show this? Let me see. If I go to news. Oh, that's that's the wrong thing. Can I can I get? Uh, let me see if I can bring it up for a second. Video capture. Oh, my dog's starting to bark. He knows we're live. He knows we're live. No, I can't. I can't bring it up. Okay. So basically what I was trying to show you, um, inside the store, they have these new um, like Tron style type uh, uh, skins. They have Iron Man, they have uh, Kamala, they have uh, Captain America, and they have Kate Bishop. And then next week they'll have the other four characters. Okay. Um, they're selling for 900, which is a smart move. They're not 1400, they're 900. So if people are interested in those skins, Iron Man looks cool. Captain America looks pretty dope. Uh, Hawkeye looks pretty good. Hulk looks retarded. He just looks retarded. He's just got shorts on that like glow, right? And you're just like, okay, great. Right. So, um, but the, the, for the most part, they're, they're pretty good skins. Then there's also like name plates that they say they're animated and they're not really animated. They're still photos with like, like particle well, effects, cool. like right, yeah, yeah like particle effects you. on top of it. So it's it's kind of weird uh, in the in, in that in that way. Um, as far as the event goes, there is um, new assignments. There's eight new assignments, okay, and there's Tachyon rifts, okay. So the new event 
has like five Toction rifts that you go. Now, the anomaly event is you playing with other characters. So if you want to use Iron Man and I want to use Iron Man, we can use Iron Man. All of us can use Iron Man. If if we can have four Hulks, we can have four Iron Man, we can have four Captain Americas, you can have mismatch, all the stuff. And let me tell you something. I don't applaud them for this. This should have been in the game from the start. Now, because there's no cross-play. There's no cross-play, and this helps with matchmaking. Because before this, before this, matchmaking was if I'm Hulk and you're Hulk, we don't match up to each other, okay? So I have to wait for the other, when the game first came out, six characters. If I'm using Iron Man, I have to wait for four other people using five other people to try to come in to matchmake with me. Now, anybody can use any character they want. So matchmaking is better, but it's still worse because if it's not the new Toktion Rift mission, which is we're back mission, okay, which is the newest one, the other Rift missions are old missions that are just that you can play. Like, you can play all missions in the game now with anybody. doesn't matter the mismatch. Uh, mi- can you, mis- can you replay this? Can you replay the story now? You can replay the story, but that's nothing to do with this event, right? You can't play with the story. They did that the last patch a couple weeks ago, okay? Okay. Um, but you can't play with other people. It's just your own thing, and you can't pick what mission you want to do. You literally have to play through the story from beginning to end again, okay. right? You can't pick, like, the MODOK mission and just play the MODOK mission. Okay, which I think is a little bad, but whatever. Okay, um, so now you're playing with everybody. So if you're playing the new Toktion Rift mission, matchmaking is not a problem. Okay, for the most part, you're you're finding people to get in the match with. But if you play any other of the Rift missions and you want to play with people, it's the same old story of nobody picking anything or matchmaking because they're all playing the new drip-fed content, right? And this is the, this is this is the issue. Um, as far as the, uh, the, the assignments go, the assignments are all, there's eight assignments. Okay. And in the assignments, it says like, um, five matches with other, other people like you. So if you or if you're Hulk, as long as you play five other matches with one other person, that's a Hulk. Okay. You get credit for it. Okay. It's sort of like, uh, in, in destiny when you had to have the same, uh, uh like if you were solar, you have to have someone else solar to get credit for it. You know what I mean? So if you're Hulk, someone else has to be Hulk, match up, and then you get credit for the thing. So you have to do that five times. Then you have to do like three drop zone missions, and then you have to like do uh, uh, three takedowns to a big the, boss. The grocery or something. list. You have to yeah. do the grocery list. Right. So at the end of this, they have rewards. Okay. But they all level up at the exact same time. So if I do five missions with five other Hulks, or five other missions with another Hulk, right? If I'm Hulk, they all get complete at the same time. So. They're they're giving you stuff to grind for, but they're all the same things. You see what I'm saying? So each of the eight things that they gave us, if I do five missions with one other Hulk, I get credit for eight of the missions just like that, right? So they give us new content, but yet you're burning through the content so fast because they're giving credit well, to wait, everything. You, you, but you don't know. I don't want to. I don't want to go off on a tangent here. But do you? Do you know if I'm Hulk and you're Hulk and we go into a game together after, I don't know, maybe like an hour or so, maybe you're on mission three of your five and I'm only on mission one of my five. And if we, if you complete your fifth one while we keep playing, do I get, I get all of mine completed just like that, that I don't have to play the other ones? Or do you have to play the set number of missions with the character? No, you regardless? have to. You have to do five. You have to do five. Here, here's the new okay. skins they posted for me in, in Discord. Here's the new, uh, the, the new skins in Discord um in the, in the game so they're all like fluorescent they look cool they look cool right so that's that we'll, we'll talk about it so that's what we're talking about uh 
Appreciate that posting the, the image like that, Krubsy. Uh So that's that's the new the new skins. They look good. They look good, but Hulk's kind of lame, right? He's got no shirt on, obviously, because he's Hulk, and his pants are just glowing, so he's kind of like lame. But the the rest of them look pretty good. Um, so yeah, so you just have to do five missions. You just have to do five missions. How you do it and when you do it, it's just you have to do five missions. So each of the things that are rewarded at the end of it, you get a nameplate, one of the animated nameplates, like a specific animated nameplate, and you get the reward if it's um, uh, a legendary, and there's one mission that has an exotic, right? Or a legendary, whatever you want to call it. The problem I have with this is it's once per week. It's a 10-day event. Okay, so you got seven days to do this once, and I think it's going to reset next Thursday, and then you get to do it one more time I think it's seven days, or it might be three days, whatever it is. I think it's fourteen days total, whatever it is, right? I think it's a two-week period. Uh, let's just let's say let's hope it's two weeks. And it's two weeks, right? Anyway, the problem with this is once you complete the exotic mission, it gives you exotic for all your characters. Okay, now I understand where they're coming from, right? There's not many people that have two characters past a certain uh, percentage, right? As far as if they're one thirty, one forty, one fifty. Okay, but once you do one mission, so it takes about an hour and a half to two hours to complete this by doing the five missions, the three takedowns and the five takedowns. Okay, you have to do it with a with a group. So it takes you about an hour and a half to to two hours to complete. And then you get all all your stuff gets at least one exotic guaranteed. Okay, so if you're a new player and you're going through this, great, you're getting you're getting exotic and that's 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 fine. I have five. 150 characters so once i do it once i get exotics for all my characters doing the the mission once okay but if you're a person that's a new character and you only have one character over 120 and you complete this mission you only get one exotic because you don't have any other other stuff now before i knew this so it's, it's, it's an it's incentive right well before i knew this i said i think you only get it one per character and i was like which is kind of stupid if it's not repeatable okay i think what they should do is i should be able to run that same event over and over because it gives me content to do, even though it's the same content, but I'm running it with Captain America, then I'm running it with Hawkeye, then I'm running it with Hulk. And if I know that the exotic, hold, yeah, on, they, hold, they, hold, hold on, hold on. And if I know the exotic is a specific piece of gear, so let's say it's a ranged build, it's a ranged piece of gear, okay? Then I could go over and over and, and, and farm it, and it would take me two hours, three hours to get the farm, okay? Right now is I have 150 characters, all eight, I take two hours of my time, I get exotics for all my characters, and then I put it down because it's time-gated. I don't get to play again to try to get that exotic until reset next week, right? And I think that's a flaw in the game because if I could farm for exotics with each of my heroes and know that every time I'm done with each of my heroes, instead of just giving me an exotic for everybody once I'm done with it, I think that's a better system. Even though everyone's like, well, I don't have time to grind that much. Yeah, but you're but you're in the you're in the small percentage. I think they did it on purpose because if you if you guys who are already done, like you you've already been through it all, you guys are in the small percentages. You take the one character, you accomplish the mission, and you get an exotic for each of your characters, stops you from grinding over and over again. What the grind that they're talking about is the grind for the new people. The new people have yeah, to get the really, characters it's, up to 
It's not really have a to get their characters up to 120 in order to get the bonus of using that mission with one character and having anybody well, who's over 120 get an exotic, which is cool, which would give you which would give you motivation to want to level characters. That's probably the that's probably their their idea. Okay, well you are you guys are already max. Well, okay, so let they, me... don't, they don't want they don't want you because they already know you're going to complain. They don't want you going through eight times for the same thing. So you do it once. I got my exotic for all my guys, and I'll see you next week. Yeah, but if the person I doesn't got have things to do, hold, hold on a second. If a person doesn't have time to grind for the for the end gear content, how do they have time to level up seven of their characters to get to one twenty? You see what I'm saying? Yeah, but that's that's a grind for the game itself. You, this event's only out for play. two weeks. It's only out for two weeks. I get it. It's a FOMO. I get it. No, but what I'm saying is if they it. don't have time to grind for the exotic, how do they have time to level up seven characters to get to 120 to then do the event to then get the to get the gear? You see what I'm saying? Not, I can't I can't predict their whole mentality, but all I know is what what I see in front of me is for them to get people who are not leveling up to level up their characters. All I'm saying is they could put it in the game where to grind for everything. If it is the hardcore gamers like myself, I'll play I'll play more. You are literally the one percenter. I understand that. But what I'm saying is I would play more and then those people would also play more. Right? Yeah, but but you but you you being the one percenter, you've played what you needed to play, right? You and a few other elite people, some of them are in this room right now, are waiting for August or September. You're waiting to see when Black Panther and the Africa section of the map open up. Like, that's what you guys are waiting for. Otherwise, you guys are just kind of busying yourselves. That's why they give you the little thing. To, that's why they give you that. The, this is like a little treat for you. I get used one character, two weeks, 16 exotics, stack them in, tune up my guys Look, and move I, on. I, I totally understand because as the roster gets bigger and bigger and they have 8, 10, 12, 15, 16 I, I characters, I, I, there's I don't know no way that far. there's no way majority of the population is going to have all those characters. I will, but there's no way they're going to and I understand 100% like if you run it then all of them get it. I get it. I get it. All I'm saying is let me rerun it. Let me rerun it. Okay? It doesn't hurt anybody. It doesn't hurt anybody because right now, all the gear that I have in the game, I can do all the content regardless of what it is. All right? I literally have nothing to do. Even with this new I, event I out, it, man. I have nothing to do. I get it. To run but to get are... a nameplate is not content for me. Right? Yeah. And at the end of this, well aware. at the end of this, I know what they're going to say. I said this on my stream earlier. They're going to go, we heard what you said, and it was a very popular decision, and this is going to stay. So the anomaly stuff where you can play at any character, so you can have four Hulks and four Iron Man, is going to stay. It should stay because it makes the game better. It's fun. It's fun seeing four Hulks. Like today, Revealing, Revealing Too Much. If you guys don't know who Revealing Too Much is, he's another streamer on Twitch.tv, okay, that, um, that plays mostly Avengers, right? Good guy. Him and Fate Walker. Fate Walker is a, a fan of the show. He, he comes in every once in a while, every morning with me on the Daily Grind. Okay, he's streaming uh, Avengers every day. Okay, today, after they were done with getting the event, after they got their exotic, all they did was take three Captain Americas and an Iron Man. Okay, are you ready for this? They took Iron Man and three Captain Americas, and all they tried to do was bounce the laser between each other with the three Captain Americas. Because you could do one Iron Man to to Captain Captain America, and his and his his uh, chest laser bounces off his shield, and then does all so much damage 
So what they're like, well, what about if we get three Captain Americas and bounce the, bounce the laser off his, off his shield to his shield to his shield and see what happens? And they, they took like three hours to do this. And it was just funny watching because stuff like this, now people are trying Thor for Fro uh, Bifrost on one boss, what happens, right? Uh, taking, taking Hawkeye's uh, super and doing it four times, what happens, right? It gets pretty nutty when you have these powerful guys, four times powerful now, right? We destroyed our board in two seconds. It was like two minutes. We had three Hulks and an Iron Man, and we literally destroyed the Rift board, right? Destroyed everybody. Like, elite guys could, were lasting 10 seconds. They're like, the elite guys are after you. Oh, one elite's dead. Two elites are dead. All five are dead. Okay, let's move on. Like, we were just destroying, and it was so much fun. And that is what this game needs. More fun. That, that That's completely fine, but you understand that it's fun, but you can see by the way the game is programmed that that wasn't meant to be. It wasn't meant to be to, to have those characters that strong smashing through the level that quickly. It's just, it's a byproduct of a poor game design, even though it's fun, right? The game wasn't structured that way. Like, but they, they allowed it to go in because it keeps people interested, right? I would think at some point, it, this is not the first superhero game to come out. I would lean a little bit. I don't, I don't want to start. I'm not going to open up a can of worms here. I'm going to put my two cents in. I'm going to step away. I think you would go, I think you might go down the road of like City of Heroes, not DC Universe. But like City of Heroes, where like you go to an area, there's NPCs in the area, you go, there's missions in the area, you pick up, and they happen. They maybe are they once, are doing that once a month. Like once a month, there's an area that opens up and there's monthly the things wasteland, that happen. The wasteland's gonna have over. a public event. They are gonna do that. You know what I mean? It, that to me sounds like a better idea of what I'm supposed to do with my superheroes. All right. Otherwise, level two is you have to give me enemy bosses with mechanics for me to try to defeat right, right. Here, right. Here, here. Now, like and, and i'll give the most basic example the most basic example would be like a monster hunter right a guy appears he's new he appears this month we have no idea who it is you play a couple story missions leading into his uh, uh yeah. level opening up yeah. and then when you find out who it is everybody gets all crazy right could you see what, the, what what boss it is? And now the community as a whole tries to figure out how to defeat the boss. Yeah, that'd be and, cool. And, and and it shouldn't be it shouldn't be a boss that you walk into and because you're 150 with your glowies on, okay, and just stomp him. It's you go in and you have to figure it out. He crushes you for at least days at a time. You're like, we can't figure out how to kill him. All right, we got to figure out how to do this. This thing appears over here, almost like a really really mini raid. Right. right. There's things that happen on the level that you have to figure out, leaving the boss open for attack. Somebody has to do one thing. Somebody has to do the other thing. You get guys who are spec'd out correctly to be the damage dealer people. Like that would be cool. Very concise boss level. And like, and everyone's like, wants to kill him and they get their asses kicked for weeks until they figure out how to kill him. Right. And then by that time, that month is over because it should take you maybe a week or two to figure out how to kill him properly. Right. You get the rewards from him. And then the next month, the villain changes and it's another villain. That'd be awesome. Right. That would be the way to go for what this is, what's happening in this game. That's the way it should go because that way everybody would be concentrating on leveling up your characters because you never know what next month's boss is going to be. Yeah, that'd be cool. Here's the thing with these, with these costumes on screen. The, the only way you get these is purchasing them. 
And I, 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 again, I understand the business model, but I really believe that if you completed all eight assignments with the character, let's say I wanted Hawkeye and I complete all the assignments, which would take two weeks or whatever. Okay. And I complete, I, ple I complete the character. I should be able to unlock this for free by grinding. Okay. Obviously, if you're like me and you're crazy, you would grind all eight characters and earn them for free. Okay. But if I'm not me, okay, and a person wants to just pay for them, let them buy them. But if I want to grind for these, I should be able to grind for these and get these for free. And that's just another thing that they're not doing. And I, I feel like that's a missed opportunity. It's a missed opportunity for people to be in the game and just playing to, to earn something because people like earning stuff. Even though there's people that like to just buy stuff, a lot of people like to earn stuff in the game. And, I, and again, they're missing the ball in the MCU skins. We talked about this a couple weeks ago. You can only buy them, right? I think they need to put them in the challenge card. Okay, at least one. At least one in the challenge card. And these right here should be offered in the assignments. I complete all eight assignments. I get that. If, so if I'm Black Widow, I unlock Black Widow's skin. Okay? It takes hours to do these assignments. Okay? To complete all of them, it takes hours. Okay? Could take 10. Could take 15 for some people. Could take all week for some people. At the end, if they got one of these skins for free, is that a big loss for Marvel? No, it's a win for Marvel because then they go, oh, you know what? I have one skin. I want to get the other seven and I'll purchase them, right? I don't know. It's to me, I like the event. It's fun. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to push back a little bit on Jason over here. Jason says uh, that the update is awesome so far, but the matchmaking seems greatly improved. I disagree. The matchmaking in my experience is terrible unless you're playing the one new Rift mission. In the one new Rift mission, I've waited six minutes to get in. People would come in, and we wouldn't fill that fourth spot, and then the two people would leave. And then they would pop back in, and then one person wouldn't come, and they would leave. And I waited there and waited there and waited there, and I'm playing on Xbox, okay? But I went to other Rift missions, and I tried other missions. Nobody. Ghost Town. Nobody in there. Nobody in there. And I was like, I was like, well, they're all playing that one Rift mission. So to say that matchmaking is improved, I'm going to have to push back on that one, Jason. In my experience, it might be better for you. I don't know what platform you're on or what time of the day you did it. We tried it at, at reset today. Reset, meaning there's a lot of people that were playing at reset, and I could not, I could not find people to to do the missions with. So obviously, it'll vary over time. So I'll wait till next week to tell you if matchmaking was good or bad because I'll I'll try it through uh, periods over the weekend and stuff like that. Uh, I've been on PlayStation, been playing for two hours. Every mission I've done, including a villain sectors, have been full. We we were on we were on earlier and it was it was terrible, Jason. But again, each their own, each their own. All right, next story, next story. Bungie, this is pretty funny. Okay, Bungie. Okay, let me get to uh, Bungie.net here, so I can get to the TWAB. Uh, there's there's Guardian Games, obviously, and then they in inside the uh, the TWAB. They talk about the armor synthesis and guardian appearances coming. Okay. And this is this is pretty funny, right? And we don't talk we don't talk about we haven't talked about we haven't talked about uh Bungie uh, I, in, in I, quite I, some time. I'm trying I'm trying not to laugh into the microphone. I'm gonna Okay. I wanna I wanna so talk we, about we it. We always we always tell we've always said that Destiny and Bungie are so convoluted, okay, in what they do. So I'm going to read you something here, and this is not this is not made up. This is literally how it's done. Okay. So Stealth sends me a thing and says, "Before we get too deep, 
Here's a quick list of steps that players will take to convert the armor appearances into universal armor, armor ornaments. Okay. One, defeat enemies to earn synth strands. Okay. Got it. S step two, spend synth strands on bounties to then earn synth cord. Okay. Okay. Three, convert synth cord at the loom in the tower into synth wave. Or, I'm sorry, synth weave. Weave. Okay. Okay. Four, use Synthweave to convert and unlock armor appearances, quote, legendary quality or lower, from collections in the universal armor ornament. Okay. Got that? Yeah, I'm still with you. Step I'm five. Barely, I'm, barely, I'm barely hanging on. Go ahead. Step five. Steps to finally make one item into transmog. Okay. Now, you also, you pay to look like you want. The Eververse will also offer Synthweave templates to direct purchase through Guardian's appearance screen. Players may either purchase a single synth weave or they may purchase five pieces of bundle. Okay. So time savers. Yes. Time savers. Okay. You lost me between you lost me between four and five. I, I was with you the entire way, but between four and five, I'm not I'm not understanding what the well, what well, are you doing with the materials? Well for, so I, synth strand, ahead. synth strand to you turn it for bounties. Right. So you yeah to kill enemies to get synth strands. Yep. Step two, synth strands to bounties, to yep. on bounties to earn synth cord. Okay. Yeah, it's got the cord now. Convert the synth core into loom in the tower. I'm, in, I'm on a loom it, machine, and to, I change it to weave. To synth weave, yeah. Now, yep. now, now the weave is the currency. Now, now, what do I do with that right, weave? Now you take the synth weave, and you convert that and unlock armor appearances, legendary quality or lower. All right, so that's from a the collections, to, to from buy, the collections, from collections in the universal armor ornament section. Okay. Step five right. steps finally make one item into transmog. Yeah, it's it's a it's an overdone, convoluted, bad game loop to keep people in game. It's busy work. Yeah, I, it, I mean, it's, it's, so, stuff, stuff, it's so simple. This is not, this is not the so first simple. time. It's not the first time this has been done. They did this before, but you know, I mean. Oh, right. I, I, right. Hold on. Hold on. Sorry. I'm sorry. You can only make, as Duplis points out, two sets per season. Two sets. So 12 pieces? Uh, is that 10 pieces? If you're doing one piece, well, 10 pieces. You count, you, count, you count the dish towel, right? Or whatever your. Well, there's right, only five head, pieces head, head, arms, chest, legs, and. And, and class so item. Yeah. So 10, 10 pieces. Yeah. 10 pieces. 10 pieces. Okay. Yeah. You only get 10 per character per season. This means you only get two sets. There you go. Right. Yeah, well, two two sets right now. But if I stay in the game, that's four seasons a year. I should get the sets I want to have by the end of the first year, right? So by this time next year, I should have six sets of armor. Now, is that per account or per character? Curious. Is that per account or per character? Oh, the I, 10. I, that's 10. The, it, it, no, Wolverine says ten, and Boxer says ten. But is that ten per account or ten per character? No, that's ten total. Ten pieces total? No. Yes. You only get per ten character. Per, per character. Per character. Per, character per, per season. Okay, so two sets per character. So okay, six sets times four, twenty-four. You you'll get the you'll get the sets that you want to transmog in the first year. Afterwards, you could play around with it. So you'll be grinding for a little while for your, if you're doing all three characters. Okay, and it, here it says, how many of these can you earn? It says players may earn up to 10 synthweave per class per season, except in the season of Redacted. 
and obviously it's a new one. To celebrate the introduction of armor synthesis in the season of Redacted, players may earn 10 additional Synthweave per class through the introductory experience. Okay. In total, during Season of Redacted, players may earn up to 20 Synthweave per class, which can either be used to convert four full sets of ornaments to 20 specific items. As, as a quick example for hunters out there, there could mean that you unlock four armor pieces plus 16 individual cloaks to swap between depending on the mood. Um, and obviously, they're going to be selling the stuff. So just to let you know, Synthweave template, one token is 300. Synth we have template bundles five tokens, which is a thousand, and this is silver cost, by the way. And then right, for, right. It's a time for reference, savers. universal time armor savers. ornament bundles cost fifteen hundred silver. So if I let's say I let's say I grind and I get my I get my ten. Okay. Can I use the silver then to get above the ten? Or is it just ten total for the season? I don't know. That's a that's a question right? for the right. So so if I grind it for the ten, do I get no we, you you can say that, Eric. That's fine. Uh, so what I'm, what I mean to say is, if I if I max out for the season by earning it, can I then use the silver and buy it? <clears throat> I don't know. I don't know. Stealth says ten per season or grind. Okay, so regardless if I spend money or not, so that's that makes it even worse because then you're really putting it on to people for for time saver, right? Because either I play, either I'm playing the game, right? I, listen, I'm playing the game. Right. And if if I if I'm a I'm a serious Destiny player, I probably finished out the story portion of the game after the time drip in week six or seven or eight, and it leaves me another four or five weeks to finish out the season. So, I mean, I guess if you're impatient, you would buy the silver, but at least it gives you something to do in the game for the rest of the season while we're waiting. I mean, I I get it. It's still convoluted for Stubby, no reason Stubby, other, other than to keep you in the game stubby says and uh do not forget that almost all of year one ornaments will not work <laughs> sounds sounds right sounds I, right i just love how come on step one defeat enemy for synth uh, synth uh synth strands synth strands into synth cords convert synth cords into synth weave take synth weave convert yeah, but Krebsy, it's so let, let, convoluted. Right, it's let, so let's, convoluted. Let's you, and I, let's you and I try to be positive for 10 seconds. Like, first of all, for everybody, for everybody in the chat to know, I erased it from my hard drive. I'm done. However, I'm still going to... two months. I, I'm still going to comment on it because I still think the, the same type of uh, ideas within Bungie to keep people in-game are there. This is a perfect example, right? Yeah, George. I, listen... It, there are certain sets that you've got to have. Like in any other, in any MMO I've ever played, there's certain really cool sets to make you look cool. And there's other sets that make you do for like the boss or the raids or whatever. I get that. But like how many really cool sets are there that you care about? Right. Maybe you'll bounce between two or three for the year, depending on what it does for you, whether the looks or for the actual uh, values of the armor. So yeah, it's a shit ton of pieces, but like how many pieces do you really need? Right. And if you're and if you're concentrating on the fact that you can't get the pieces that you want because you want to go over and above the ten per season, then what it says to me is that everyone just wants to look like the way they want to look. I don't want to have to pay shit to look like what I want to look. I've played the game. I'm playing the game. Let me just find what I need to find, and we're fine. But poor game loops, <clears throat> poor, poor, poor innovation in keeping people busy in a game. It's what it is. That's what they've been doing. Yeah. So I, I I can't get mad anymore because they've been doing the same stuff now for a while. That's why I had to stop. 
it's it's, it's busy work i'm uh, look, it's busy work. i haven't played in two months and this is not making me come back transmog or not it's I mean, not it's not gonna make me come back it's convoluted this is this if you don't see this is convoluted then you'll never see anything that's convoluted because this right. is literally the pinnacle of what Bungie is like it's just it's out there for you take one object to turn it into another to turn that into another to turn that into another to then turn that in to get one of your pieces okay it's just so out overdrawn and out out piece and here we are on the opposite spectrum in marvel they're handing stuff out to you they're like oh yeah you got one exotic all your characters get it meanwhile yeah. destiny's like you got to get this piece to make it to this piece and to this piece and you only get 20 10 per character per season and you're right, just, like what's like, what's what let me ask you a question what's the just just for those of you who are still playing i'm, I'm not trying to be rude i'm asking for real what's the reason for only being able to get 10 a season somebody just answer me your 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 belief your belief why am i limited I, either i'm going to earn it or i'm going to pay for it right it doesn't matter right you want me to pay for it right so what's the reason that i can only get two per season two sets of armor per season why reasons uh, Reasons. Right. If I'm if I'm playing the game, you want me to engage. I'm engaging. Engage. I'm right. engaged. Right? Engage. Uh, right. I'm engaging. So I don't understand why. What's the limitation for? Like why? Why you're afraid? What they're listen. They're afraid that the the one percenters who know life destiny still they're gonna be like, look at all the armor sets I got this month, kids. And he's gonna show you like I got I got numbers yeah. one yeah. through twenty seven. I got all the armor sets because I just been grinding. So what? So what? Let me play. I, I don't get it. I, I, I've never understood it. I've never understood it. Um, all right, next story. We're moving on. Play next. PlayStation signs a AAA multiplayer game from former Destiny veterans. The first game from Fi Firewalk Studios will be a PlayStation 5 console exclusive. The debut game from AAA multiplayer developer Firewalk Studios will be published by PlayStation. Firewalk is a new development team that is part of a Problem Monsters collective of studios, uh, which was set up to former Bungie veterans, including studio head Tony uh, Hasu, previously general manager of the senior vice president of Destiny and Activision, game director Ryan Ellis, previous creative director at Bungie, and executive producer Ellen Sigmund, previously a Bungie uh, uh, iteration of Games and Harmonics. Now, no details about the multiplayer game were revealed, but it's an original IP, and it'll be a console exclusive for PlayStation. Uh, we are all really uh, about... It says we are really about it uh, to, to build a great team and we can build up a great uh, game, Hansu says. Uh, a great partnership with Sony and with great teams like Probably Monsters continuing to support us. I think it will be allow us to go further and faster. Head of PlayStation Studios Herman Hus Husslis uh, adds that his uh, strategic partnership was allowed to continue to the evolving and exploring the territories for us. And I believe that Fireworks Ambition's vision for original multiplayer game is going to deliver something really fresh and exciting. Now, PlayStation has spent much of the last console generation focused on creating more single-player narrative-driven titles like God of War, Horizon Zero Dawn, Uncharted, and, and so the fact that it's signed a supporting multiplayer game feels like a departure for the company. Okay, uh, Quote, I think the games that make us a distinct and diverse as they can be, uh, Hustle says, from, from Sackboy to Astro Boy to Dreams, these kind of games that you're referring to, like The Last of Us Part Two and The Ghost of Tsushima, and you can bet that we'll be carrying on making these games because they are the heart and soul of what we hear, what we are uh, about here at PlayStation Studios. But at the same time, we're also just committed to making these quality experiences as we are experimentations and upcoming uh, with fresh ideas. Now, this goes against a little bit of what PlayStation was being reported are as, as far as last week, right? They're abandoning uh, 
uh, independent titles, independent studios, and they're going for blockbuster-type games. I guess this brand-new studio... I mean, I guess, I guess it is a AAA game, and they're going for blockbuster exclusive titles for PlayStation, so it's along those lines. But at the same time, they said they stopped making games that were already first-party titles, like um, Days Gone, right? Now they're trying a brand-new game, brand-new studio, brand-new AAA IP, brand-new IP, and they're going to do this because it's a first-party title. But it kind of goes against what they've been saying the last two weeks that other people are reporting. So what do you think about this, Sarge? Um, obviously, it's three three guys that were veterans from Bungie that they started their own studio and now they're making uh, uh, some PvP stuff. So I'm not going to connect them to Bungie, but they're obviously they <clears throat> well, make good games, right? They make good games. Well, that's fine. I would think it would probably be along the lines of Apex. You probably have probably two or three sets of guys if it's a PPP, uh, PvP uh, game only. That's what they said, right? So they're probably looking for a quick, fast PvP game with abilities and or uh, powers, right? Mm. So I if it's only listen if it's only PvP and it's the guys who started Destiny in the very beginning I probably say give it like three years maybe you have it like in three years maybe twenty twenty five you know twenty twenty four I like I think if well look look how look, okay well let's put it this way I know the engines are different right I know the engines are different but once again we don't have any concrete evidence but how fast did Apex come out of nowhere right 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 like no one nobody really talked about apex's development you know we speculated like we always do but when a game comes out like that and there's no promotion to it at all and it just pops in and saves the day for ea that to me says those are resources that have been either smash games broken games or games that have been canceled off on the side somebody goes through the junkyard salvages what they can and turns it into something into something playable and they did. They probably right. knocked it out maybe in two years. Maybe they knocked it out. I mean, but let's but it doesn't it seem a little curious that EA was getting shit on for so long and then all of a sudden Apex Legends comes out and makes everything all better again? Like it but no one promoted the game. Yeah, it was a good game. No doubt about it. It was a good player versus player game, but once again, it comes out of left field. So if you're telling me that they are definitely working on a it's PvP exclusive, yeah, it's exclusive. exclusive yeah. for PlayStation. I say probably 2024. Oh, I say earlier it's than that. Probably, it's probably been a good game. Well, depending on the complexity of the game. Well, right? I like what Boxer says. He says, former Bungie, Destiny Bungie, or Halo Bungie? Destiny, meh, Halo, you have my attention. Well, in the article, they don't they don't say that these guys they are don't say. ex-Bungie employees that worked on Halo. They say ex-Bungie employees that worked with They're Destiny. Saying, right. It could be anybody. Right. You know, and it, I, it could I, be anybody. I, I, do like, I, I do like that they said uh, if, if it's Destiny 1 guys, then... No, I. Right. It's it's if it's the Destiny One guys, think about how Destiny was, Destiny One was, and now these guys are making another game that's just PVP, uh, so PVP centric. Is there, is anybody keeping track? Is uh has the first game come out yet? That's actually for the current gen system. There isn't one yet, right? Like everyone's uh, in agreement. All games that are out right now are made for both systems, right? Past one and current one. There's no game that's come out definitively for this system yet. Right. Um, what was that one that came out for PlayStation? Uh, not Dark Souls. Um, the Medium Mo is that what it well, was? No, because is Medium isn't Medium? Can't you play Medium on Xbox One, or is it only for the X for the new systems? I'm not sure. Demon Souls. That's the one I was thinking of. Krebsy. Is it is it Demon Souls? Demon, Demon well, Souls it, actually it, it, was it, a remake, though, wasn't it? Not. Wasn't Demon isn't Souls? That a, isn't, isn't that a, isn't that a remake? It was only new. Okay. God awful. Yeah, god awful. 
God Godfall. Yeah, so we so we haven't seen we haven't seen a current gen title yet. Everything's coming out for whatever title whatever systems are out currently. Yeah, but Godfall we already talked about this months ago, right? Godfall yeah, is that, God, that Godfall Rome. Godfall was Rise. Exactly. And, and rise, if, any, if anyone Rome, remembers Rome what rise, rise was, yeah. Uh, that's what Godfall was. It, Godfall it, it, it was, was a rise. short game that we just put out there just to test it. Yeah, that was just right. to, just to have something out for it. Yeah. Yep. All right. Next next story. Battlefield Six. All right. So this was posted from Battlefield Community. Hey, Battlefield Community. I know everyone is wa- uh, wanting more details about what's coming for Battlefield this year, and I promise I have lots to show in coming months. We're putting some things together, and we want to reveal the next generation of Battlefield. And we can't wait to show you. But now, here's a couple of things we wanted to tell you about it beforehand. First, we're really excited for the biggest development uh, Battlefield development team ever working on the console and PC game in this holiday season. And second, we have something very exciting to talk about on mobile. Oh boy, you guys all have cell phones, right? You guys all have cell phones, right? Okay, 2021 is an exciting time for us here at DICE, working with more world-class development teams of studios and electronic arts. We're the biggest team ever in Battlefield game for consoles on PC and friends at DICE LA are working on with us and share visions for the game while the team in Gothenburg uh, uh, Gothenburg is taking technology to the game to the next level. Together, we're creating a jaw-dropping experience for you to enjoy all later in 2021. We're in daily playtesting right now, polishing, balancing, and making the best possible Battlefield game we can. Uh, I can tell you this at a bold step and where everything we love about Battlefield and takes it all to the next level. Epic scale, all-out military warfare, crazy unexpected moments, game-changing destruction, massive battles packed with more players and mayhem than ever before, all brought to life with the power of the next-gen consoles and PC. Get ready for reveals soon. Now, the new Battlefield mobile game coming in 2022 has always been our vision to bring Battlefield to more platforms. So, after years of prototyping, I'm super happy to be able to let you know that our friends in the industry of uh, industrial toys working closely with us all here at DICE are developing a completely new Battlefield game, bringing all-out warfare to smartphones and tablets in 2022. Make no mistake that this standalone game is completely different from the game from the one that making on the console and PC. Designed specifically for mobile platforms, it's being built from the ground up on iToys to make Battlefield on the go a reality, and you can expect a fully-fledged, skill-based experience. This mobile game is now entering a testing period ahead of launching next year, so expect more details to come. I can't wait to show you the two Battlefield games we co- uh, we have coming. In the meantime, stay safe and play some Battlefield. So there you go. What do you think, Sarge? What do you think about the Battlefield game? They, they do give us some information here. They, they do say that... Uh, all-out military warfare, crazy unexpected moments, game-changing destruction, massive battles packed with more players and mayhem than ever before, right? So what do you think of that first? And then what do you think about the mobile game? Well, we know that Battlefield has to go mobile because Call of Duty Warzone went mobile. So that's, that's a given, right? What we don't know is how it will play because... If it doesn't come out with its Battlefield roots intact, then all it is is another Call of Duty, and you're going to decide whether you're going to play Battlefield or Call of Duty, right? Because it's the same type of game. Right. As far as on a console, the standalone version, not on mobile, but the standalone version, I have reservations, as we spoke to Gator about it, I have reservations about Battlefield 6, I think because of what happened in the last two titles. I don't think they are willing to sell Battlefield 6 as a standalone game, which is why the rumor is floating around that they're going to go to Game Pass. 
What do you mean? Right. A what do you What do you mean by a standalone game? Like I like I'm gonna sell. We're selling Battlefield Six. We're selling Battlefield Six standalone. I'm, we sell Battlefield oh, Six. It's okay. not on Game Pass and and standalone. It's you can buy Battlefield Six or it'll be on Game Pass. Right. Oh, right. Well, that seems so, like where it's going. Yeah. Right. So if Battlefield Six is leaning towards being a Game Pass game day one, not even gonna wait day one. What that says to me is. It's going to be the most comprehensive microtransaction battlefield you probably have ever seen. Because I don't think the deal to sell the game or receive money from Game Pass is going to be enough. Whereas before, when Battlefield was a hit title, they sold 10, 12 million copies easy. Right. Easy. They sold those copies easy. But there's so much anxiety and reservations over that game now because of what they've been doing that it's been an extra year right so three they've had three years of development development let's let's be honest right yeah. that's three years because it's not every year they come out they only have one year to work on it they they have it spaced out where it's two years in then two years in they, they, they work on it about two years right and now you skip the year so now you've had three years my if, question if they is, worked on it, it looks like it sounds like they've yeah. been working on a mobile for one of the years. Correct. But the re the problem I have with the game is everybody who's played the Battlefield series knows how they make the game, like the quickness, how the soldier moves, the gunplay, how the gun feels. And we've had titles where modern or Battlefield one where the guns felt good. Like the guns felt good and leveling up the gun meant something, getting a better scope, getting a better stock, getting a better handle, get, getting a bayonet, like things that you put on the gun felt good. It made the gun act differently and it was a reason to play a specific character in a specific situation. And at this point, you've had an extra full year. The gunplay better be pristine. Right, the battlefield game by itself is the fact that it's a team-based shooter. The guns have to feel good. It doesn't matter that there's a bunch of guys on the screen and you've got fully destructible environment again, which I don't understand is a perk. It's battlefield. You're supposed to have a destructible environment. It's right. not a perk. It's a standard. Right. My fear is that they don't lock down on the whole gunplay of what it's supposed to be. Like yeah, zero in on the, on the as classes. Long as it's exploding and it looks cool. Right, it, it's not. It's, you know, I, I know people will disagree with me, but the 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 flow of the original Battlefield series, where you started off with like two guns to pick with, and you hated them, but everybody starts the same. Right. So you're playing with two guns that you fucking hate. Like the medic starts with two guns, you fucking hate them, right? But you kill 200 guys with the gun, unlocks the next gun, and if you want to make the gun that that you don't like better, you would unlock pieces for that gun and made you play that gun longer, right? That's a good system. That was a good system because right. everybody's in the same pool. Everybody's trying to get kills with the shitty guns in order to get a better gun. I thought that was a good way. Now it's like this. I, I, I never understood the whole switching from guns for in Battlefield 5 and like what it's supposed to be and what the what give me something to play, right? Everybody started with crappy guns, so you got better guns. I, that's what keeps servers full, mm. right? Having to earn guns and, and perks for the weapons kept servers full. How do you have a Battlefield game come out and everyone has problems filling servers? It's sad to me. Yeah. Right? The game loop has to be good. 
the gunplay has to be good. I don't I don't know if what what when is E3 supposed to be happening, right? June, right? June usually. Yeah. But everybody's going to have their own thing when they feel like it. So yeah. do you think we'll we'll see something next month Dice, about Battlefield? Yeah, do you think Dice is going to do a thing about it? Yeah, they'll, they'll do it in May. Yeah. Now, do you think they're going to do the mobile and the console thing mm. or are they going to just talk about one I or the think other? They'll, I think they'll show us a trailer and stuff about the game. Maybe some gameplay of the actual Battlefield 6. Um, and then they'll they'll probably just show a um, predetermined like a already a already video put together for the phone for the mobile phone, well, or maybe just bring they, up information had, about it. If they had any brains at all, if they were gonna do like a little video talk about Battlefield, they should do it on Memorial Day. That would be a day people would be paying attention to. Like we're we're respecting all of everybody from uh, war, mm. and they talk about Battlefield. I here's the thing. I, I'm not going to just shove off Battlefield Mobile and be like, ah, it's garbage. Um, mobile games are getting much, much better. Like I, But I, I've always talked about this on the show. I'm not a mobile guy. It doesn't matter how cool the game is. Mobile games keep my attention span for like maybe three days. Maybe. Max. Okay? Because most of them are, are, are time-gated with... You, you have energy or you have some sort of thing to use and then it, it becomes a paywall type of, you know, uh, and microtransaction type of stuff, right? Now, I, I do know and I've watched people play uh, the mobile Call of Duty and stuff and I get that Diablo's coming and I know Blizzard's making like Overwatch and whatever else on mobile and everything's going mobile, which is funny to me because it's kind of going backwards in time. Uh, because the graphics are not as uh, crisp and clean like they were. You know what I mean? It's almost like playing the, the um, I don't know, X, uh, PlayStation 2 and, and Xbox original on your phones now. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's it, they're good graphics. Some of the graphics are insane for certain things. But think about how hot our systems get. And yet now you're going to be playing on your mobile devices and your battery's going to get drained. And you're going to be... I don't know. I just don't see you putting in long sessions into the mobile match and if i'm on the train or in a car or at a doctor's office how long are the battlefield matches and if i can play battlefield on my fucking phone why am i sitting at why am i sitting at my desk playing or in my in my living room playing the actual battlefield game you know what i'm saying well it have to be latency how your mobile devices are handling latency well, that's, if that's, the graphic, yeah that's how, on top how, of how, how, I said. how, how yeah. intense how intense the graphics are going to be on the mobile version uh, I mean, but I, I can't see the mobile version being anything but a microtransaction farm. I can't see it being anything else. You know, whether it be cosmetic or where your gun looks like it, whatever, whatever kind of trinket you want to put in there. I can't see releasing a mobile game. They're going for numbers. Right. And then there's going to be the microtransactions on top. Listen, I, I would love I would love a really good Battlefield game, team based shooter. I would love it. I would love it. Right. right. I'll be honest with you. I, I, because because of the way the chip shortage is now and the, and the way prices for his cards the graphics cards now are, are a little out of control i'm still pricing out a computer if i get a computer i'm going to disappear into a, a battlefield hole probably uh, on hell let loose or or those other those other war games that are out there right. because i i want a good team-based shooter you know i i'm just hoping that they stop thinking about the current gen i'm, I'm sorry the last gen systems even though a lot of people don't have the new gens or the current gen, however you guys want to look at it. And I just hope that they stop trying to 
go across the spectrum well, and just release the game for the system. It's funny you say that. On. Yeah, that Battlefield 6 is going to be, rumor is it's only going to be on the new systems, PlayStation 5, oh, really? Xbox Series S, and, and Series X. Yeah. That's so, a rumor? That's not confirmed yet? It, nothing's confirmed yet. Yeah. But that's, okay. what, that's what they're saying. So it'll only be for the new systems, which makes sense. I mean, Good. Uh, again... I don't want to be... Look, I get that you want to be cross-platform, cross-gen platform or whatever, uh, like it's, Xbox it's One. But I don't want the new systems to be held back because of the old systems want to play the same game. Like, buy the new system, buy the new games, right? Yeah, so... It, but it's, I mean, they get, they, they get the, the kit two years before the thing releases, right? So yeah, about they've months. had it in yeah. 2018, 2019. They've had they've had it. So like games that are being made right now should be made for current gen yeah. systems. Yeah, 100 percent I I hope like look, I said this for Cyberpunk. Okay. If Cyberpunk didn't come out for the current gen, like the old systems now, like the 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 ones and the and the and the four, we wouldn't have this conversation, which we're about to go into with CD Projekt Red as the next story. Okay, CD Projekt Red predicted predicts record earnings for 2020, ex expecting 304 million dollar profit off of CD uh, off of Cyberpunk 2077. Now, again, if the game it was still buggy on PC, but not as buggy. It was still buggy on Xbox One S and One uh, One X and PlayStation Five, but not as buggy as the shit fest it was on PlayStation Four and Xbox One and X Xbox One S and stuff like that. Okay. So, I talked about this earlier on my stream, okay, on, on Twitch this morning. Okay, so CD Projekt Red is due to publish an annual uh, consol consolidation of earnings of the fiscal year of 2020 on April 22nd, but decided to give an early preview on how it performed in the investor-focused Twitter account. The answer rather well, and the estimate sales revenue is 2,139 million PLN, which converts to... 563 million US dollars and the projected net profit is 1154 1, million PLN which is 304 million dollars US dollars okay substantially uh, sub substantially higher than previous years for for the sake of comparison off the back of the release of Witcher 3 in 2015 CD Project Red earned 798 million which is 210 million US dollars in revenue with a profit of 90 million US dollars now before CD Projekt Red created Project, uh, uh, Cyberpunk 2077, Witcher 3 was their highest game sold ever, okay, ever. And they made $90 million profit in 2015. How does a, how does a company, Sarge, how does a company five years last with only $90 million profit, Sarge? How did they last all these years with $90 million and now... They had eight years to work on it, meaning when Witcher launched, they were already working on Cyberpunk 2077 for three years. Okay? It was in development for three years. Okay? While it was in development for three years, the $90 million they made from Witcher paid for Witcher, right? Paid for everyone that was making. They they got their, I don't, uh, I'm being facetious here, they got their Lamborghinis, they got their houses, they got their expansions of the studio, they've got all the stuff, investors made their money, Okay? They got to keep their lights on, George. That's right. They got to keep their lights on. They kept their lights on for five years with the $90 million they made from, from Witcher 3. They made other money across the platform because every year they sold more. When Witcher the show came out, they sold even more copies of the game. Okay. Cyberpunk was in, in, in development for eight years. It comes out. It got delayed twice or three times. Okay. It launched on December 3rd in a broken 
state game, probably one of the worst. No one thought a game would come out worse than Fallout 76 and said, CD Projekt Red said, hold my beer, Bethesda. We got you beat on this one, okay? And here we are. And again, I'm not mad at CD Projekt Red. I'm, I'm mad at the industry as a whole, okay? Because with their shittiest game they've released, and when I, I'm not talking about the game itself is shitty. I'm talking about the day one patch, day 10 patch, day 30 patch, day 60 patch. We're four months in. They still haven't fixed the bugs for their awesome game that was supposed to be just the earth shattering, was supposed to be the next Jesus Christ in video game form, okay? And yet, it was a clusterfuck of a game. But yet, they made their whole profit back in one single day, okay? CD Projekt expected record profits is surprising since Cyberpunk 2077 managed to earn back its entire cost and marketing for eight years of development time in one single day. Okay? And it's a broken game, still broke, and this has nothing to do with the people, because I know someone's going to type in chat right now. They're typing, they're like, well, I'm having a good time. It doesn't matter if you're having a good time, okay? It doesn't matter if you're having a good time. What the facts are is the game is broke on certain systems. It's still not in the PlayStation Store. They're still not selling it in the PlayStation Store, okay? They took it off two weeks after it came out, okay? It still hasn't had the patches to fix everything that they announced that would have the patches to fix, okay? We were supposed to get one in early March. It got delayed by two weeks, then they, then they put the patch out. They're still fixing this game, and yet it made the most money, 300 okay, and $4 million profit, profit. which is profit. four times the amount, okay, that Witcher 3 yeah. made five years ago. Yeah, not, not, not with, them, with the costs included. That's after everything's been paid for. That's three hundred and four million profit, right? Okay, and, and it was the worst, and it was the worst release of a game of all time, right? And it made and it made the most money of a new release of all time. We're setting really bad precedents here, guys. I don't I don't know how else to so, have to go through about so, this. So here's yeah. the thing: I always say, look, you can spend your money where you want to spend your money, okay? But if you're a person that's having fun with the game, okay? And there's someone that's having a shit time with the game. Like Jim Sterling, I watched his video, his first video, okay, of Outriders. He bought Outriders. He didn't play it on Game Pass. He bought Outriders on PC. It was unplayable for him, okay? After the patch and still, he still can't play it. He played like three, four hours and said, I have to get my money back, okay? He's trying to get his money back, okay? But it's past the two hours, okay? So he doesn't know if he can get his money back. But it's a broken game, okay? Now, there's a thousand people... Tens of thousands of people are like, oh, I'm having a great time with this game. I'm having a great, fantastic time with the game, right? I played Fallout 76 for 82 hours, never had any major issues with the game. And then hour 82, it broke so bad. I was like, what in the fuck is happening to this game? It was like melting before my eyes. Pixels were de de like deleting, character falling through the map. My character was invisible. I couldn't get out of the armor. I couldn't interact with anything. And I'm like, holy Christ, right? Now... I didn't even pay for that game. It was gifted to me. And I was like, this is a, this is shit. I wasn't having more fun because I didn't pay for it. It was a broken game. Game after game after game. Here we are, seven months in, Marvel Avengers still fixing it, right? Anthem, two years later, still fixing, said they were fixing it, and then abandoned it. Cyberpunk, broke when it came out. So it, the PlayStation Store is not selling Cyberpunk, but can you buy a hard copy of Cyberpunk on the PlayStation? That's not really stopping people from getting it. 
it just means you can't get the digital version. Anybody probably, else? Anybody on, play, anybody say, on PlayStation? Yes, I would probably say at GameStop you could probably pick up a, a hard copy. Is anybody on PlayStation though? If you could buy the hard copy of of Cyberpunk, just because it's not selling it in the store doesn't mean like. Right. Yep. Doesn't mean like yeah. Sony took a stand. Well, no, right? but they only got the, the anything that was out is out and they're not shipping anymore is but basically they're not they're not supporting anymore. Right. Well, GameStop would sell fucking shit to you in a bag because they're 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 trying to and then when you sell it back to them they give you a penny and then sell that same shit for $40, right? That's what GameStop does. I mean, it, it's it, Cyberpunk set a precedent and it's a really bad one. It means that the consumers don't give a shit about quality of product. They just care of the fact of the hype of the game. And so it just shows that the consumer base is getting uh, more easily um, manipulated. That's all. We, we, as the, we as the gamers have to make a stance because they had 8 million, 8 million or 13 million pre-orders or whatever it was for, for CD Projekt Red's Cyberpunk 2077. And the game was broke. Okay. They already made the money. What is, what is, what is their... What makes them, if they have, let's say they, they had pre-orders six months before launch and the game was just as is when it, when it launched, six months before it launched, they're like, hey guys, we have 8 million pre-orders. They could literally stop working. They have, your, they have your money. And by the time you find the bugs in that game, it's past the two hours. It's past the two hours, which means you get zero refund. Okay. So there's no, there's no recourse. That's just how it right. is. But this, but this goes into. I think you should go into the other story from this one, which is the one where the the creative director and the writer had that. I wanted to talk about it briefly. I don't. I don't want to frame it incorrectly. You're talking, about, you're talking gamers, about go buy the full price game. Yeah, where, yeah, yeah. where we, he we says go 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 buy the full price game. Now, now I understand the framing of what the people were trying to say when he said it, but after going back and reading it. He didn't, I don't think he meant it in the way he meant to say no. it, but it's a very touchy subject because I think he recognizes that, first of all, I think it's a crock that you have to buy a game at full price for them to make a sequel, which is an, I think that statement's irrelevant because we all know that back in the day, well, some games get greenlit before a they sequel, even, yeah. A sequel doesn't come out right away. You don't know you're making a sequel. Like a company or developer makes a game, then they're working on another game. And then after they work on that second game, they go, well, where are we going to go from here? And they sit around and talk about it. Like, well, we don't have any new IP. So let's make a sequel to the game we had. It's not like, it's not like we influenced whether or not they were going to make a sequel. Like if the game, let's, let's put it this way. If the game made a profit, right? And they don't want to go right into a sequel and they make something else. It's already in their mind that they're going to go back to that IP. Why would you piss out, piss off an IP, just piss it away when you know it's profitable? So that's number one. But for, for a guy to say that, especially in the, in the world that we live in today, where every game, literally every game that comes out is broke, they want, you want the consumer base to just throw money at it because it's new. Otherwise, you're going to hold it above our head. Well, if you don't buy the game brand new, don't expect a sequel. Right. So Go fuck yourself. Let, let, let me read what he let me read what he said. Go fuck yourself. Right? So Days Days Gone creative director and writer John Garvin said that if you love a game and you want a sequel, you should buy it at fucking full price. Okay, as reported by v, VGC, Gavin 
uh, was a guest on the God of War creators David Jaffe's YouTube show and discussed many topics regarding Days Gone and the time in the video game industry. His appearance also arrived a bit over weeks before and Bloomberg's report of a successful uh, Days Gone 2 pitch from, uh, from Ben Studios. Garvin, who also is no longer with Sony Ben, was asked if he heard of Days Gone being added to the PlayStation Plus collection on PlayStation 5 caused a meaningful uptick in engagement with the game. Now, he says, quote, I do have an opinion on something that the audience may find interesting, and I might piss some of them off, Garvin replied. If you love a game, buy it at full fucking full price. Okay, I can't tell you how many times I've seen gamers say, yeah, I got that on sale and I got it through PSA play or whatever. Okay, Jaffe's respond by asking Garvin... How are you supposed to know if you love a game until you've played it? Now, quote, he says again, I'm just saying, you don't, you don't, but don't complain if a game doesn't get a sequel and if it wasn't supported at launch, Garvin replied. It's like God of War got whatever number of millions of sales at launch and you know Days Gone didn't. I'm speaking for a personal as a developer. Don't, uh, I don't work for Sony. I don't know what the numbers are. Garvin continued to explain his reasoning for by explaining if piracy situations that occurred during his time working at PSP, um, Siphon Filter, Dark Mirror. Now, quote again, I can tell you that when we were doing Siphon Filter, Dark Mirror on PSP, we got so effing on Dark Mirror because of piracy. It was a thing in the Sony hasn't really caught up on the piracy and was doing sales, Garvin said. We also couldn't show the, the torrents, and the torrent site had 200,000 copies of Dark Mirror being downloaded. If I remember it right, the number... Could be wrong, but regardless of it, it pissed. It, I was I was pissed about it then, and I was like, "This is the money out of my pocket," which I understand one hundred percent, right? So I think an uptick of engagement with the game is not as important as it did. Uh, did you buy the game at full price? Because if you did, then supporting the developers directly. So okay, but 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 you're but the way he talks. It sounds so closed-minded. Is he thinks he's in charge of the entire free market system? Do you think kids and young adults? who are into gaming have full price money at any time, anytime they want to buy a game that that's the only time they can buy it. Like nobody has any consumer sense at all that we're going to buy something on sale to save money. His reasoning is if you don't, if you love the game, if you're not buying it day one, then you're the douchebag. Get the fuck out of my face, dude. Well, I can't, I can't even look at the statement without wanting to fucking jab him in the neck. Like, how do you say that to somebody like, in the in the current market state that we're in right now, where no game comes out correct, no game, even his his game right? didn't come out correct. It, it was glitchy right. when it Think came out. So you're going to hold one thing above my head, and then the other thing, and then blame me for the for the release of a game if it doesn't come out again. First of all, once again, they're not related. I got news for you, they're not related. Even if the game didn't sell well initially, they don't they they just don't start producing it immediately they look at the long term of the game they see how many people buy into the game within the first year engagement of it in the first year or two and then they realize well this is our population base so if we make the game the next game better and promote it then this we have a chance of this population of people going to buy the game maybe day one next time right that's how it works you can't tell me because i didn't buy it day one that you think you're you're your suits in the office are deciding not to make a game based off day one sales. Dude, that is a bold-faced lie. Right. It's a bold-faced lie to say something like that. That's not how business works. It's 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 hard to take him seriously, especially if you think about the games that have come out in the last seven years. Okay. Uh Destiny One, Destiny Two, Division One, Division Two, uh Anthem, No Man's Sky, Fallout 76, 76 Cyberpunk. Uh, well, there was a, there was another one. Uh, Far they're Cry, all AAA. right? They're uh, all AAA. Uh, uh, far, one of the Far Cries, Watchdog. All of them had bugs and glitches at the point where, okay, I agree with you, right? As a person that worked in the movie industry, 
Like, if I made a movie, I would want you to buy my movie, see it in theaters, and then buy it at full price in the thing. Are there people that tour in it? Sure. Are there people that think? But there's also people that pay full price, right? Or they pay for the special edition, or they pay for something else, okay? Now everything's digital, okay? And we, the people, okay, are buying games at $60, $70 now on PlayStation, Soon. right? Soon, on $70, okay? And if the game comes out broke, now what happens is, don't be mad at us for not buying a game at full price. Be mad at your industry that you're in. You, right, right. You're the one. The reason why I don't buy it for right, full price. Right. You're because, the reason. Because the it's games. Because of me. Right, because the games coming out. Here's another reason. Right. Sort of like connected a little bit. Right. If you don't like a movie because it's a bad movie, you're sexist, racist, misogynistic. Now, if you don't like video games, it's because you're torting it or you play it for cheap or you buy it for cheap. It's like, what do you know? It's because your game was bad when it came out. If look, we say this all the time, very simplistic, make a game, sell a game, make a game, <laughs> sell a game. If you make a game and it's a good game, it will sell. It's amazing how it works. You give a good product, people play your product and go, holy shit, buy this game. I just I just said in the very beginning of this episode, I said MLB The Show is a great game. Did I go say go out and buy it? I said, no, if you're on Xbox, play it on Game Pass, try it out. I bought it. I didn't even try it on Game Pass first. I said, you know what? I'm buying it because I watched enough people play it when it came out four days early and I went, this game looks solid, right? Because word of mouth, people play it. I ask questions. People are like, yeah, it's pretty solid. I was like, all right, let me go play it. So I played it and I like it. Why? They made a game and they sold a game. It's that simple. Do you do you believe the industry started in this in this kind of atmosphere? Do you do they believe no. that right? People put their balls on a the line, they created a game, they prayed to God they would find an audience. Right. And then word of mouth spread and people bought a game, told their friend to get a game. Now, all of a sudden, they think that if they don't get the money on day one, it's a failure. That is a crock of shit across the entire board. Right. right. OK, that's not how this works. That's how the suits want you to believe, to think that if I don't buy the game at full price, it's my fault that they don't make a sequel. Right. First of all, I don't care how many people file a lot of petition that they want to play Days Gone, right? If you think your petition is going to dictate whether or not they're going to make a game or not, you are sadly mistaken, right? Right? That's not how games work, right? They have analysts who say, this is how many people bought the game over the last year or so. This is our potential customer base. So if we're going to invest in the game, it has to be better than the last one in order to, con in order to con consolidate the player base and have them buy it earlier and want them to, want them to buy the game. That's the whole point of making a sequel. Right. It's to make it better than the last one so people want to buy the game. Right. Like, not every game that came out was a hit the first year it came out. Sometimes the game takes a slow build. Sometimes only certain people play it. Sometimes people tell their friends about it, and it takes a long time for them to play it. Right? It's not like everybody has on hand $700 cash waiting for games to come out, and we just pick the ones we want and we go. Right? right. I, I, I can't believe they have the balls to say it. Reese, yeah, but to, to, you're saying, to be fair, he's not saying buy blind day one, just a bad way of saying whenever you buy, pay full price. Yeah, but he's also saying the people that bought it two years down the line or three years down the line that paid half price or bought it secondhand or not paying full price. And he's saying, well, because you bought it secondhand or you bought it on sale, you're not helping him, 
right? That's what he's saying. You're not helping him. You have to buy at full price because if you buy at full price when the game comes out, then the sales numbers look good and then he can make a second game. But Sony looks at it, you know? So so wait, let, let's let's look at this. Let's take a step back. So even with, think about it this way. Even with GameStop existing, people not buying games at full price. They bought games from GameStop, Okay. Remember, nothing digital, guys. We're going to go back right. a little bit. Nothing digital. People bought the game new, sold it to GameStop. Somebody else bought the game at a discount because they couldn't afford to pay half full price, so they bought it from GameStop. Even during that 20-year period of GameStop existing, okay, the industry managed to grow exponentially. Yep. Development studios, publishers raking in the cash with this middleman who is basically gouging you so you can't get the full price of your game. Miraculously, everyone was able to grow exponentially over the 20-year period in spite of GameStop. Right. Right? Right. Now you're telling me it's digital only. I control the store. There's no more packaging. I control the price point. And they're saying, well, don't expect us to make anything if you guys don't buy the game in full like, you, you're That's a joke. That's a joke. You guys have to wake up. That's a joke. All right. We're, we're, we're going to the next topic. Next topic is I want to talk about... Uh, let, me, let me bring it up. So Sony's having a... Uh, they, they have this patent, Sarge. Okay? This is a weird patent. Another one? Yeah, they have a, they have a weird Dude, patent. I, I'm hoping everyone gets good meds before all these patents take hold. Yeah. So, so PlayStation patent would train an AI profile to take over your games if you need a break. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yes! Okay. The engagement cycle is complete! Okay. So a new PlayStation patent lays out a concept of AI that, would be, that could be trained to play games by watching your playstyle, <laughs> then take over if you're having trouble or just need a break. So Sony Interactive Entertainment filed a patent application in April of 2020 and is published earlier this month. A spotted of segment next is a jaunt title of automated artificial intelligence AI controlled mode for playing specific tasks during gaming applications. The patent uh, details a system where you would create a default play profile for each user and then customize the profile for observing how each user plays across multiple games. With the, with the automatically trained model ready to go, players could then let it start playing games for them and then instantly resume control whenever they want. The patent points out that it would be useful for players who can't finish certain spots on their own and if their trophy pursuits, it notes that the system could track these tasks as being co completed by users with assistance from AI of the game controller. Now the patent, hold on, <laughs> hold on a second, Sarge. E then the patent even mentions potential use for the AI play profile <laughs> in competitive multiplayer games, letting players break away or eat or work while their online presence is maintained. That could open up all kinds of issues regards of cheating and literally describe something that bothers have been doing for violations online games, terms of service, decades. But addressing potential issues like those are way beyond the scope of the patent application. That would be the end of PvP forever. That would be the end of it. So we'll stay away from PvP for just a minute. Let's say, let's say, <laughs> let's, let's just say, let's say it's for real. Okay. That's real. So now it's real. They, they, they make a game. Yeah. Where the grind is so horrific. Let's just let's put, even, let's you, just put destiny. You don't even want to play the game. Let's just say destiny. Right? Use destiny in this in this scenario. All right. So the grind is so terrible, I don't even want to play it. So right. for six months, the computer knows how I play destiny. Then I just flick a switch and let the computer grind for me in destiny, and I'm not even playing the game anymore. It sounds like to me it's a win-win. 
I don't have to be bored grinding, right? They get their engagement because they see some people are playing their game for, for 37 hours, right? 3,000 hours a week because I don't turn off my system. Like, how ridiculous is that? Right. How ridiculous is that? Dude, I can't wait to buy this game so I can just let the computer play for me. I'm going to play full price because the guy told me to from the days gone. He told me to buy a game full price, <laughs> and then I'm going to let the game play for me, and I'm going to sit back. Hey, what are you doing today? Well, I got, I got 10 Xboxes in front of me right now. And each one's playing the same oh, this, game, this level, and it's just leveling it up. I got everything. I'm playing. I'm playing everything, Sarge. What do you What do you need? Like, there's going to be businesses built on this, built on this. Okay, because the AI will learn. Someone will just grind a game. Black Desert Online already does this, right? You literally don't even have to run. You You click a button. It runs to the location. It kills the things for you. And that's why I was out. I was like, No, nah, I'm good. I'm done. I don't need a game to play like, for me. What do you what what is the point? The point right? is now on the, the other point is, on the other side of that. People though, are busy. They don't have time. I got six kids, right? Yeah. I gotta work a sixty hour job. But then again, I also have twelve hundred hours into Destiny because my PC is playing it by itself. Right. So now the other part of this that makes it evil is that could go in conjunction with their other patent. The other patent is that it adjusts the difficulty based on how you're playing, right? So it always gives you a challenge, but what it really does is put pressure on you <laughs> to buy microtransactions in a game. So now you put that with this, and now you have a, your computer player who's playing a game who gets challenged based on how you play, how the how the AI plays, and now the game is changing the difficulty for your AI. Right, right. Like the AI is changing for the AI. You, you basically yeah. you've basically taken the player out of the grind. Right, yep. I can have the game grind for me, and then I just show up on the weekends to play the raid. Right, right. Yeah. If you're if you're trash at PvP, your AI will be trash at PvP. There, look, Epic's already doing this. Right, when when uh, Fortnite two years ago or so, two and a half years ago, they implemented bots. Before they said <laughs> they implemented bots, okay, I was like. That doesn't seem right. That seems like a bot. And everyone's like, it's not a bot. There's no such thing as bots playing the game. And then all of a sudden, bots are all over the place. That's what Fortnite is now. You can literally go in. I haven't played Fortnite in, in, in months. I can go in and win my first battle royale because I'm going up potentially up against bots. Okay? Things that are learning what other people do. And then they sit there and they go... Right? And they shoot, right? That, that's what's happening. So think about this. There'll be, like, people doing raids with full bots, bot stuff, okay? Like, what's even earned anymore? And here's the best part, Sarge. Can you imagine playing a game like Destiny where you have to grind, and yet you still buy microtransactions because your bot sucks so bad you can't grind for the thing, and you still spend money in the Eververse store, right? Can you imagine a world? It's here. It's here. So so what if the guys hack the hack the bot, right? And the bot's using name bot. Do I get banned for cheating? I'm not playing the game. You can't ban me from cheating because I'm not playing. Does this if my does bot this... if my bot is using an aim bot, do I get blamed? What if someone hacks my account and causes my bot to play with aim bots? My 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 AI. So, so how does that work? <laughs> right. The bot learns and it starts to buy silver for you, human. Right. It's a... <laughs> I like what Heather said. Heather said in uh, open chat goes, this would be the only reason I think about coming back to Destiny. <laughs> Probably the only way I could consider playing Destiny again is not playing Destiny, having your bot play Destiny. I would feel bad about your bot, though. I think your bot would be smart enough to go, 
I don't want to grind this shit. It's a waste. I, of, I, I it's a waste I, of my imagine, time. It's a waste of my after, time. <laughs> imagine after six months, your bot says, "I'm not playing yeah, this I game anymore." I don't want to play anymore. You're like, you boot it up. You're like, you're like playing. The bot's like, "No, I don't want to play." It's learned. It's 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 pushing against you. It's like, "I'm sorry, Dave." It's like it's starting up against you. It doesn't want to play the game. It's like, "No, this, this is a waste of my time. I'd rather play a better game." I don't. I don't see how that's going to help anybody. Honestly. I don't get like, it. Man. Unless, unless it's unless it's some kind of bizarre pay structure for games. Like if you're engaged, they get paid more for Game Pass. So all of a sudden, all these bots are playing the game. So developers get to collect more money from Game Pass. Oh, Gator, but, that's right. Push a button, get a better bot. Upgrade your bot, fifty percent more accuracy. Right. 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 Oh, Gator, that's evil, bro. <laughs> that's evil. <laughs> Right, that's your, evil. Your bot, your bot learns so much. It's like, no, I want, I want a harder thing. It starts playing like Dark Souls. It starts playing like other games. It starts, it starts learning, and then it's like you try to get your game back. You pick up your controller. You're like, I'm gonna play games. It's like I have no, I have no control of my game. And the bot's like, fuck you. I got I'm this. Playing. I got this. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's so, it's so ridiculous, man. I don't know. I don't know, chat. If you, if you like the show uh, so far. Hit the like button because uh, it does help the algorithm. You know, on YouTube, it's hard for new people to find uh, this podcast. And the only way it works is if you comment, uh, hit thumbs up, uh, hit the algorithm with the likes and stuff like that. I do appreciate everyone uh, hanging out. And if you go above and beyond that, you can come, become a member of our, of our podcast here. Um, all right. So the next thing, uh, let me see here what we got. A Discord. Let's talk about Discord because we have some good topics today and we're, and we're, we're, we're we're a little slow. We're, we're, we have what a half hour left. So, um, yeah. So Discord, here, this this is kind of weird, right? Because we talked about Discord a couple of weeks ago about they asked for seven billion. Okay, right. Microsoft yep. offered them ten billion. Okay, three billion more than what Discord wanted. Okay, so Discord ends sales talk with Microsoft. Sources say now messaging platform Discord Inc has ended deals of talk with Microsoft Inc. And the plans to focus on expanding businesses and standalone companies. Sources familiar with the matter told recruiter, uh, recruiters on Tuesday that the company will focus on building a chat platform and making money from the user base that was growing quickly during the pandemic. Now, I want to put a, a pin in that. Last week, we were on Gator's show, okay? And I talked about this specific point. I said that Discord was struggling to make money and didn't know how to make money Okay, and I said that's probably the reason they were trying to get rid of it. Okay, but now because the pandemic happened and it got really popular, now they're probably like, eh, let's hold off a little bit because the value could go probably only up from here, right? Because they had a major insertion of users coming into Discord. I, I don't think that's it. I think what ended up happening is I think Microsoft offered too much, and then they realized if they're if they're offering that much more than what we think we're worth, then they right. know something that we don't. Well, that's true, also, right? So right. if they did, uh, by I think by offering by offering as much money as they did, I think it made them think again of what the true value of the company is. Right, right. Uh, real quick, uh, Gator's in chat right now. Gator has a podcast that he does. It's called the Guardian uh, Guardian Downcast. All right, I'm gonna put the I'm gonna put the link in the descri- uh, down in the chat. Click that real fast. Go bookmark it, mark it, whatever. Go watch it listen to it it's an audio format we were on the show last week um so check that out after this after this uh on your drive home at the doctor's office while you're in the bathroom whatever go listen to it it's good stuff uh and 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 go go give them a follow on the on the channel over there 
Uh, it's, uh, it's some good stuff, all right? Um, so the company will be focusing on building a chat platform and making money from the user base as it grows quickly during the pandemic. The public listening is on the ta uh, table, but not intimate of the sources added. Microsoft and Discord had not immediately responded to requests for comment. Recruiters had reported that in March, Microsoft wasn't talking of Discord for more than $10 billion. Social networking has grown during the COVID-19 pandemic as people increasingly good line activities from gaming investment. Discord allows the public to, to uh, and private groups to gather and chat about text, audio, and video. Has expanded from gamers to clubs and all types of communities, including sports fans, music groups, uh, cryptocurrency investors. With over 140 million users, it's a business model that stands out for social networking space where some technology companies such as Facebook um, and also Twitter rely on advertising in bulk and revenue. San Francisco-based company revenue grew $130 million last year through its Nitro premium subscription for $10 monthly and $99 annually for features such as special emotes, enhanced video resolution. In December, Discord raised $100 million in private funding around the value of $7 billion, accounting of uh, Green Oaks Capital and Index Venture and Investors. Microsoft has been acquiring... Uh, spree following uh, a failed bid for TikTok last summer, and this year was required gaming company Zenimax for $7.5 billion, acquisition for Speak Technology for Mazia Communications uh, for around $16 billion. So I think what you're right, Sarge, I think because Discord was asking for seven and and Microsoft asked for 10, they said, we'll give you 10. Like Microsoft wanted that, wanted it bad, right? They wanted to make sure that nobody they went, they went, else... They went too high. Right. They They pushed them out so high that Discord's like, wait a minute. Maybe we got something here and maybe we should keep it, right? So even if they keep it longer, even if it diminishes, they're still asking for seven, right? And Microsoft was asking for 10. So even if they lose like, let's say a billion dollars, I'm, I'm sure they'll be okay with that, right? It's a win-win situation for Discord right now. <clears throat> yeah, but, but at that level, doing. yeah, but at that level, if someone's offering, let's say you're trying to sell your business because you don't think you want to get out before, before it's not worth anything anymore, right? So you value yourself at seven billion based on it has to be based on some kind of facts about right numbers and possibility for advertising. It's got to be you can't just make up a number like seven billion dollars, right? So Microsoft has their own team evaluate their company, and they say, well, they're worth more than that. So let's make sure we get it. And they offer ten. Now, if you were really trying to sell your company, like you decided, I'm I'm out, right? I'm pretty sure that people in charge of Discord would have been okay walking away with seven billion dollars. And walk right. away and go do something else, right? But apparently, somebody in that office was like, "Maybe we should well, keep we it. Can, Maybe we should if keep we it. can, if we can make, if we can make seven, we can make twenty. Like, right. the, how right. crazy did your brain go? We offered you three. Not, we're not talking with an M, kids. We're not, make sure that your speakers are not broken, right? right. Somebody offered a company three additional billion dollars for the company that you wanted to sell. You said we're for sale, right? Three billion more." And they said, oh, no, no not anymore. Oh, oh, no, I want to no, sell got, this we, controller for $7 billion. Sarge, you want to buy this for 10 No, I'm going to keep this. This is a very this, – this controller must be awesome. I, I'm going to keep that, it. Doesn't that, <laughs> doesn't that sound strange to you? What First of all, what is the liquidity of Discord? What about a TeamSpeak service is going to make money? I'm curious. What's going to happen? I'm listening to people, and while I'm in a game – since I'm not having the screen open, I'm only listening. Does do, do ads appear in my headset? Like, what about the what about the program is making money? They they have a nitro. What is making money? They have a nitro program for Discord. Okay, and I was actually thinking about doing um because you get extra benefits and stuff like that. They have a I don't even know how to get to it to be honest with you. How do I how do I click on 
how do I, how do I, uh, oh, server boosters. They have a, a thing called boost the server and they have three different levels. Okay. So this is one of their more, more uh, money-making things, right? So level one perk, if you get two boosts, okay, it, it comes out to, uh, something like, uh, it's like 10 bucks a month. Okay. And on that, you get like 50 extra emotes, 128 kilobyte audio quality, animated server icon, custom server invite background, and stream to your friends in high quality. Okay. Level two, you get 50 plus more. You get everything that I just said, plus 50 more server emote slots, 256 kilobytes of audio quality, server banner, 50, me 50 megabytes of update uh, upload limit for all members. Okay, uh, 1080p, 60 frames per second to go live streams. And then level three perk is, which now you're paying like 100 bucks a month. Okay, and, and basically anybody that's a, in a community member can gift you a nitro or gift you a boost and boost your server so if the community comes together right so let's say so we have boost, a thousand boost my server how i'm telling you that's what i'm telling you you get 100 plus servers 384 kilobytes of audio quality vanity url for the server 100 megabytes of upload uh, limited for all members like so everyone's coming together so let's say i have a thousand people okay and a thousand people are like you know what we really like your server 30 and we want to make it better as a community they can each gift like five bucks towards the server. So instead of giving me money, they're giving Discord money, okay? And our Discord server, okay, now gets extra benefits and quality of stuff. Each month you pay 10 bucks or 20 bucks yeah, or 50 bucks. Like, that sounds like you're selling me a shittier product and making the community and make the product better. That's that's exactly what they're doing. They're giving you better, better benefits by making more money, right? And then they also have Nitro. Nitro for five bucks a month. Server boost starts at $5 a month. Get the best deal with Nitro, Nitro Discord. Get 30% off server boosters, include two boosters, unlock level one. And then you can get Nitro Classic, 30% off boosters, does not include boosters. So let me let me click on this. Learn more about Discord Nitro. So what uh, stops me from selling a shitty product? I don't get it. I'm confused. I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, that's 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 what it is, Sarge. I mean, this is this is how they, they're making money. We're we're talking, we're talking on a mic, and I'm gonna have the community boost me so I can hear you better. Quality of sounds better. What isn't the isn't the point of having a team speak server in order to hear people so, correctly? So here it is, server boosters. Well, well, they give you better audio quality and stuff, right? So they're giving you the bare minimum audio quality, and then servers and stuff take up space and bandwidth and stuff. So they're giving you they're you're you're being charged to get better quality, right? So right now, two boosts is nine dollars nine dollars and ninety eight cents a month, and you get a whole bunch of benefits with that, right? Level two is seventy four dollars a month. Okay, and then you get the first pack and the second pack. And then the third tier is $150 a month. And you get basically everything I said before, but you get 384 kilobits of audio quality. You get your own URL server. You get 100 megabytes of upload limit for all members. So every single member that comes in as part of your server gets a 100 megabyte upload uh, to do stuff. And you have... A total of 250 emotes that you could have in your server. You can have your own banner, your own URL, your own... It, it, there are benefits there. But that's their business model right now. Okay, that's their business model right now. On top of that, they're looking on to try to get like, um, like a chat thing going on, right? It says the company is focusing on building a chat platform and making money from its user base that has grown quickly during the pandemic. They're, they're trying to make something like Twitter or some sort of... right. Like Discord is awesome. Right, we're using it for this show right now. We have a bunch of servers. I do like Discord more and more. I use it. The more benefits I see to it compared to like using Twitter or using something else. Right, so it's it's definitely 
they have something here, but how are they going to monetize it to make it more interesting for people to buy the Nitro and, and stuff? <clears throat> right, it's important to remember that Discord is not just for gamers, too. Before, everyone thought it was just for gamers, but after the pandemic went through, like, remember Zoom, right? Zoom blew the F up. Now I'm using Zoom for my son's, like, speech therapy, and people are having business meetings and all this other stuff. Discord can do all of that, right? Like, right now, if we want to, I could I could open up a server, and we can have, like, 15 people talking in a, in a thing. Google has something like this as well, okay? So they're all in this market to compete. You know what I mean? And Microsoft saw it because Skype, we're also using Skype right now with the video that we're using. Okay, but we use the audio in Discord, right? Skype is terrible. Skype is absolutely terrible. The audio quality for Skype is shit, okay? So we use the video for Skype because for some reason, the Discord doesn't like Sarge when we use the servers, but the audio is better for us, okay? If if Discord can get the, the thing down with the video, I would, I would get rid of Skype. I was actually hoping that Microsoft bought Discord because I think they could have done something integration-wise with the PC and also with Xbox itself. Because Xbox just doesn't follow through with their party chats and stuff like that. It, it's just all disconnected. But I did bring this up on the podcast that we were on and last week on our own podcast. Like, if they bought, if they got bought out by Dis, uh, Microsoft, PlayStation would be the the oddball out, right? Like to play a game on Discord. Like if it was integrated in Microsoft and integrated on PC. For PlayStation, you would have to have your headphones in on your phone and like talk through your phone while you're playing a video game and you have like the game headset on and plus you have your own headset on. It would be weird if you're a PlayStation user. So Discord has to do something to integrate. They 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 are the key to integrate party chats and stuff like that as 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 uh I, I can tell you what, if they if they made a platform or uh, a benefit of if my server could get boosted where we had party chat across all platforms of PlayStation, Xbox, and PC, and that was like one of the membership benefits, I think a lot of people would buy that, right? If they could link it. Obviously, you could sit at your computer. But what I'm saying is integrated into the consoles themselves with Discord. Discord signs a deal and says PlayStation, Microsoft, PC, whatever you use, you can all talk to all your friends across all platforms by just using the console that you're on, the phone that you're on, the PC that you're on, anything that you want, any way you want to use, use it. That's what they have to do. You get a free boost monthly with Game Pass. Oh, that's what you're saying if, if they did it. I have several Discord memberships that gift their Nitro boost because they're Game Pass members also. Oh, wait a minute. So if you're Game Pass, you get a Discord boost? Hmm. Interesting. Content creators like Gator30, Wolverine, and Lono. Discord is literally the better Zoom in Microsoft's terms. Right, right. Discord for party streaming porn? Hey, whatever. You know, I have no problem if people want to stream porn. Whatever you want to do. Whatever whatever gets your, 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 your jollies off and whatever pays the bills for certain people. You know, I'm okay. I'm gonna, you're going to have to explain that to me a little bit uh, more, uh, Gator. I, I want to look into that because I definitely want a bit more. I want to bring more benefits to people that are part of this community. If it's part of my Twitch or part of my YouTube, uh, linking up with Discord, I want to give more benefits to people that are in, um, that are members of the, of the community. So we'll, we'll have to talk later. So that's Discord. Um, let's see. We got, we got about 15 minutes left. We've talked about the full price games. We did about Discord. We talked about the patent. We did CD Project Red. We did Battlefield. All right. Now we're in bonus territory here, Sarge. We're, we, 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 we passed all the, all the main topics that we had to talk about. And then let me bring up some more here. Uh, Velheim. 
Okay, Velheim, I, I played. I love the game. I'm not playing it right now, but there's modders. Modders right now want to turn Velheim into a thousand-player MMO. Okay, so Velheim, of, of course they do. Is a, is a great game to solo, but it's even better with the other players. I had a great. We played a build profit, and we were killing bosses and, and crafting stuff. It's a lot of fun with with multiple people. Okay, so the project aims to turn ten player co op survival game into an MMO uh, capable of hosting a thousand players on the same server. It sounds ambitious, but the team behind it already hosts a custom server called the Comfy Valheim that can be apparently supported for sixty four players at once. So maybe a thousand players isn't that far off. Uh, and recently checked out that. The uh, Bandlord Online mod that who turns the mounts of and Blade 2 is surprisingly functioning a thousand mm a thousand player MMO. So it seems like anything is possible. By moving all servers processing from players' computers to the server that are using specialized in programming languages designed for writing and operating systems, the team is positive that even a player count of a thousand could be managed and reads the email from the modding team sent to PC Gamer. So there you go. So these guys want to take it. Okay, and they want to make a, a an MMO. And I'll tell you what, when I started playing the game, I said this game would be awesome if it was an MMO, if it was like a thousand player MMO. Like it's it's just good. Imagine that whole world that you're in and that whole map, and there's just a bunch of people building stuff and building villages and building towns and all this stuff. Isn't it isn't it more along the lines of like Ark, where you start with nothing and everything in the game you build? Isn't that what Val Valheim is? Like everything in the game you build, correct? <clears throat> like you're building yes. from scratch. Yes, everything in the game you build. Yeah. So everybody, so for anybody to have everything, either you have to get it from somebody else, you have to build it yourself depending on how, what your tech level is for your own personal character. Right. Yeah. Uh, Viking, we're not going to talk about the YouTube, uh, the YouTube uh, person that, the, the leader of YouTube talking about that stuff. There's plenty of other videos. If you want to go watch one, uh, there's someone that talks about it. Um, if, you, if you know Gundam, Gundam has a, a whole video on it, so you can go uh, listen to him. Uh, I have nothing to say about the, you know, tooting their own horn on the platform, so... Well, I, we can talk about it for 12 seconds. All right, right? go ahead. So for for anyone that doesn't understand how the premise works is if, if you're sponsoring the actual show and then you make up an award and then you give the president of your own company who's sponsoring the the, the show the award for the show you just made up, for the, for, the, for the category you just made up, it's a joke. It's a joke, right? You invented, invented an award. You gave it to your leader of the company who's sponsoring the show that gives out the award. Like I, I don't know how, it's it's blatant in your face, right? People have to wake up. You have to wake up. It's just dumb. <clears throat> this just in, just Generation dumb. X Gaming has an award ceremony today, and the winner is us. We won, Sarge. We won. Congratulations. That's great. Yeah, we, we, we won. We worked hard. We worked hard. <laughs> well, I, I like for the, the award. I'd like I to thank everybody the for the reward the fuck out of here. that I gave to myself. It's fantastic. Uh. <clears throat> we did it. We did it. I'm 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 excited. I I'd like to thank everyone. Uh thank you for thank you for this reward. I really appreciate it. It's a fantastic yeah. uh reward. Yeah. I I uh, I'll use it to piss in when I can't stand up and yeah. I sit here and, and podcast for too long. I appreciate it. Thanks. Thank you for the award. I I'm very <laughs> happy to accept this from from uh, Generation X Gaming. Uh, uh we, we we were I want to thank my agent. Uh I want to thank my cat. I want to thank uh, my mother. Uh, I also want to thank those who supported me when I was on that binge for that year. I want to thank everyone who believed in us and uh, see you next year. <laughs> see you for the next reward ceremony where we win it again. Uh, next story. Disney plus will soon have Spider-Man movies. Thanks to a new Sony deal. 
Okay. It's no secret that uh, the film writes, this article comes from the, the direct. Okay. The Spider-Man have been a topic of discussion amongst fans over the year, recent years. The character who le legally owned Sony and is fair to share ups and downs in the movie realm. Uh, the saga starts with uh, Sam Raimi's original Spider-Man trilogy and then essentially elevating the web slinger to greater heights. Okay. Then goes on to uh, the, the other one, Amazing Spider-Man. And now we have the newest one, right? So Disney uh, has signed... A massive uh, licensing pack with Sony Pictures and the U.S. promising that they bring Spider-Man and other Marvel properties to Disney Plus starting on Sony's 2022 theatrical release slate. So the outlet, the outlet, uh, the outlet, sorry, the outlet re uh, revealed that the deal uh, calls for Sony's titles to run across the Disney's array of streaming and linear platforms. The deal comes in heels of Sony's recent deal with Netflix that will allow the streamer to have rights to Sony Picture titles. After theatrical and home releases, after Netflix runs, Sony film then comes exclusively to Disney Plus platforms and then reported to only cover the U.S. despite the global reach. It's an official statement. Uh, Chuck Schaefer, uh, head of business operations of ABC, Freeform, and FX uh, acquisitions of Disney Plus Media Entertainment Distribution, pointed out that the landmark multi-year deal is a win for fans. All right, so... Um, he says the landmark multi-year platform agreement guarantees the team at Disney Media Entertainment Distribution a uh, tremendous amount of flexibility and breadth of programming possibilities and to leverage Sony's rich slate of award-winning action and family films across the direct-to-consumer services and linear channels. This is a win for fans who will benefit from the ability to access the best content from two Hollywood post-prolific studios across multi-viewing platforms and experiences. This is big. This is big. Uh, getting the Sony films over on Disney Plus because Disney needed help because they couldn't make content fast enough to put on their platform. And Disney Plus is struggling. Well, not struggling. They're not really struggling, but they need to make m more, more. They don't have enough for original stuff to come in fast enough. So now they're looking out, out of third party studios to bring their stuff onto their platform. So they have more things to show. So because they're raising the price of Disney Plus, right? Uh, I think in July, I think they're raising the price up a little bit. I don't know what the price is off the top of my head. Maybe people in chat can tell you. Um, but they are raising the price of Disney+. Plus. So this is a good move, I believe, on them. And obviously, it's a good move for, for Spider-Man to be on the same platform as all the rest of the Avengers, all the rest of the Marvel platforms. It's the only thing that Disney doesn't own is the Spider-Man universe. And to bring the Spider-Man universe and other Sony pictures onto the Disney+, Plus, I think it's a win-win. It's a, it's a like they said, it's a win for fans and it's a win for them. You have anything to add to that? I don't know if I want to touch it. Okay. I don't want to touch this one. All right. Next one. Sony looks to send announce announcements to PlayStation Plus Video Pass. Okay. Sony could be uh, set to roll out movie content on PlayStation Plus subscriptions, according to Image Bill briefly uploaded onto the website on Wednesday. A logo of PlayStation Plus Video Pass published on Sony's official website today, along with the following description of the of the polished website, uh, now removed. The new benefit available to limited-time PlayStation Plus, PS Plus Video Pass, is in trial service active on 4-21-2022, uh, and a subscription benefit is available for PS Plus users in Poland. So basically, they're, they're coming out with their own movie platform on on playstation now obviously there's 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 movies on xbox so this is just another thing i guess they didn't want to announce it yet and it got out and they actually uh took it off it says that video content will no longer be available for digital storefront the company said however uh existing purchases will still be available to access up until uh august 31st of 2021 
Uh, it also could be a platform holder in looking to increase the value of the paid subscription service in the midst of a strong competition with the Game Pass by rolling out some video offerings for the PlayStation Plus. So I, I want to know. I want to know what the saturation level is, though, for ordering online channels. Like, where do you draw the line? Like, if you if you stop paying for normal cable because you're trying to get away from the large cable bill, right? And you manage to, I guess, use your your computer, or your digital line for what your online services are through your phone company or or, or cable company. What is your limit? What's the saturation value of how many different networks are you going to pay monthly to see right. before you're you're right back in the same boat with just having cable and not to mention the fact that the narrow vision of the channels that you have bought because you're trying to now build your own base of channels that you watch what's the difference if well, i'm paying 20 bucks here and 15 <laughs> here and a 10 here and if the, the it's a cable bill the difference is the cable company got the majority of that check when you paid your cable bill, right? And then they got a small percentage to everybody else that was lumped into that cable, right? To the packaging. And right. now you're paying 20 bucks or 10 bucks or $15. Just to them. Just to them. Right. Right. So they're getting a bigger, bigger check of the uh, cash of the, cha uh, of the chain. They're pulling. They're, they're basically the secondhand market of GameStop was to video games as now all these streaming services are the secondhand market to cable because now you're going to go to them instead of going to the cable company and the cable company you're pulling from the cable company's pockets now right because less people are buying cable packages right and now the cable companies are now packaging more internet and raising the internet prices because they want to get their money because they're raising the top, the prices of the internet and data capping stuff because now everyone's going to have their own streaming services and, and 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 all this quality and it won't be lumped into your cable bill it'll be separate than your cable bill you see what i'm saying yeah, but they have to. You still have to stream it to your house through your cable company. Correct. So even though I'm not paying, even though I'm not paying the cable company more money, I still have to pay the cable company for the data I'm receiving. Right. So your cable, right. your cable box so price goes so down, is, but is, your is, internet is, bill is, goes up. Is the cable company going to start charging like Disney and those companies more money to be on their platform to to send to customers? Like, how does that work? Well, remember we we had our story was it last year that in in major metropolitan areas they're having a, they're putting a data cap on in like Philadelphia and New York and all the like the big thick populated areas, right? They're putting a data cap on there. So if you have a Netflix, a Disney Plus, and you're stuck at home in the pandemic and you're watching nothing but you know shows and your data cap's going up, they're paying out the wazoo. They're paying more for their cable so bill. Like, so it's like being charged for it's yeah. like being charged for text messages from back in the day? Yeah, they're paying more for their cable bill than they are for the rent in their in their eight hundred square foot apartment in Manhattan. They're they're paying twenty three hundred dollars for for uh for, to live in a in an apartment in a cage, and they're paying twenty three hundred dollars for data caps now because they're 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 going over their limit. So it's pretty it's pretty scummy, but that's what they're doing, right? So all these cable companies are like, well, why are we why are we taking two dollars when we can get twenty? Right? That's why they're all that's why everyone has their own uh, data uh, their own streaming services now. Right? That's exactly what it is. <clears throat> they have bigger problems. They live in Philly. <laughs> So that's the uh, that's the other thing. Wait, what's what's Heather's thing? I got rid of Comcast internet and cable. Verizon internet was faster and cheaper with YouTube. You can get you can get data from Verizon in your house instead of going through the actual cable company. Are you saying I can get rid of the cable company out of my house completely? <clears throat> yeah. Wait a minute. We don't have cable in our house. I have no. You're cable. not paying. You're not paying cable company anything. Well, we we pay for internet. 
I pay for internet. But she, but she's saying that the, she gets the inter, she gets internet from Verizon, not from right. You can her get, cable company. Well, right. You 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 gotta pay somebody to get your internet. No, no, no. I get that, but Viacom is Viacom. Verizon's Verizon. Like Viacom owns everybody, right? So my question is: Is it? I didn't know. That. Is it possible? Like, see, according to what she's saying, according you could bypass your cable company completely if it's in your area. Some people don't have the Verizon files near. Right. 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 We, okay. We don't, we don't, we, are you near, are you near a major metropolitan area, Heather? We, we actually have AT&T fi fiber. Like the node is like right outside our door, but we can't tap into it because we are in a different section. Like literally the road that I'm on across the street is one County. Okay. And one, one city. And our city is literally across the street. I can throw a rock. I can piss across the line. Okay. The, the the node to get fiber to my house is literally 20 feet away and I can't get it because they have a um, because uh, spectrum has a monopoly for this area you can only use spectrum and AT&T is right there and I can't use it it's 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 shitty it's shitty I can get fiber but I have to get a business account and it's gonna cost me eight hundred dollars a month to get thousand up, thousand down. That's not happening. It's not. That's not happening. Well, if you get big enough, it is. Uh, well, I wanted to go in with the neighbors. I wanted to go in with the neighbors because we don't live in the community. I wanted to see if the neighbors, if I got it and they paid a hundred bucks a piece, right? And you would have, you would have plenty of speed, right, for everybody. But yeah, but it doesn't work. Yeah, it's very territorial here in Central Florida. Yeah. So, uh, what time is it? That's it. We don't have time. time. We don't have time for any other stories. Man, we 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 got through a lot. We got through a lot. Um anything I missed, um we can uh we can cover next week basically uh during the daily grind if I if I if I like a lot of the content. Generation X Gaming, weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories from the past week and we rant along the way. Episode 260 is in the can. I do appreciate you all for coming out and watching uh there is a stream after this i just didn't have it planned like on on youtube so i will uh we will be playing probably baseball tonight unless sarge wants to play a specific game uh other than that well i missed out on eso you want to play some eso i don't know yeah i i I'd, I'd rather play that than watch you play baseball well i'd rather play baseball but I'll, well, I'll, I'll play. It's your, it's your I'll, channel. I'll, I'll play. I'll play Elder Scrolls. That's all right. I'll, I'll go play by myself. I'm. I'm used to playing with myself. It's fine. <laughs> uh, yeah. So if uh, we will have a stream, we'll have a stream. So you can come on over to this channel. It'll. It'll start shortly after I'm done here. Um, you can watch us and listen to us. I up uh, uploaded after the podcast last week. After I was on Gator's channel, I was like, I'm ten episodes behind on on my audio version of putting it up on the audio formats it's all updated you can listen to all our podcasts up on all platforms itunes google play spotify anchor.fm uh that is audio version so if you missed any of this this show will be on there later this week okay but all episodes are up and on the audio platforms you can listen to and watch all the past broadcasts right here on youtube right now as soon as we're done with this if you missed any part of this segment you can rewind and go watch it Right now, what do you have to say? Uh, and, and, well, what I want to say is, we don't care if you press the up up thumbs or the down thumbs. We just care that you press a thumb. Right. 
Put, right. Pick a thumb. So, so I know you're watching. You're watching the baby got a bottle in his hand. You, you can't make it to the keyboard. Just any thumb. Like lean the press baby. Thumb. Lean the we, baby like, over and use his, use his face as we as don't the care. press the yeah, button. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. good. I see the one thumb is down. That's cool. Just as long as somebody presses a thumb, we don't care which yeah. one. Pick I, a thumb. Truly, truly don't care. Pick a thumb. If there's if there's 36 people here right now. There should be 36, 36 thumbs. thumbs. Like, either right. I don't, either we yeah. don't care. We we do appreciate it. Honest to God, we do appreciate every single one. If you'd like to become a member, it's uh, for four ninety nine uh, a month. You you get access to the Discord for all this all the uh, different topics that we talk about. We are going to do a uh, watch party tomorrow night, eleven p.m. We're going to be watching the new Mortal Kombat. Okay, in my Discord. If you are a member, okay. In my Discord, meaning you're a subscriber to YouTube or a subscriber to Twitch, you can watch Mortal Kombat with us and have a, uh, and talk with us as we're as we're watching the film. Um, that's tomorrow night at 11 p.m. It comes out at midnight tonight, I believe, or 3 a.m. But we're watching it tomorrow night, 11 p.m. Um, so appreciate everyone coming out. Make sure you follow Sarge at Sarge McCluskey. Uh, make sure you follow me at 30 and Still Gaming on Twitter. Uh, make sure you hit the subscribe button for this channel and hit the notification so you know when this channel goes live. Uh, we do stream on Twitch in the mornings from 10 o'clock in the morning to 2 p.m. Eastern, Monday through Thursday. And we stream right here from 8 p.m. to midnight, uh, Monday through Thursday, over here on YouTube. And I also do a podcast on Tuesday nights called um, Repeat Theater. Go check that out. Uh, yeah, that's it. Appreciate it very much. And we'll see you guys on the next one. Take care. Take care, guys. Sixty-five years experience. Join them each week as they discuss and rant about gaming and entertainment news. This is Generation X Gaming.